pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. ESPN 1410 Wing AM Weather. Sunny skies this afternoon with a high of 80 degrees. Tonight, clear skies down to a low of 58. And tomorrow, more sunshine with a high of 84. I'm Leanna Ray for 1410 ESPN Radio. Champagne Dental Group in Urbana recognizes that dental phobias are real. If phobias are preventing you from getting dental treatment, we have numerous options to keep you comfortable and ease your fears. We offer multiple methods to help relax you while you're in the chair, which include oral sedation medication and nitrous oxide free of charge. Our friendly and caring staff make it their mission to get you the smile you desire. Visit us online at ChampagneDentalGroup.org. Champagne Dental, taking the fear out of dentistry. Montgomery County Veterans. The Montgomery County Veterans Services Commission is here to serve you. You served your country, and now it's time we serve you. You're entitled to various VA benefits as a direct result of your service to include compensation, pension, burial, and education. Call 937-225-4801 or online at mcvsc.org. The time is now. Come to the old St. Elizabeth Hospital next to the Kindred Hospital, and we'll be there to serve you. That number again is 937-225-4801. Have you ever thought about having a podiatric physician examine your feet? Doctors of podiatric medicine are physicians. They set broken bones, perform wound care, treat corns, calluses, remove bunions, and can even perform total ankle replacements. Our physicians complete three-year residencies in hospitals and train to manage your total foot and ankle health. Athletes with arch problems or tendon issues frequently seek out care from our physicians. Common health issues that podiatric physicians treat include ingrown or fungal nails, as well as warts and skin problems like athlete's foot. If you have ulcers or blisters, you should have that checked and have your footwear checked too. Diabetics are especially prone to foot issues when they have neuropathy. Foot exams are easy and can prevent many foot problems. If you can't walk, work, or enjoy sports activities without pain, what are you waiting for? Visit associationsadvanceohio.com to find a podiatric physician who is a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association so you know that you are being treated by the very best. Stabs and straight talk. Even though most live sports are on hold now, big wireless companies haven't stopped playing games. They're always trying to lock you into overpriced contracts. With Straight Talk Wireless, there are no contracts. It runs on America's best network, same as the big carriers, but you save up to 50%. 45 bucks a month gets you the unlimited plan with 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G. You might miss sports, but don't play games, you'll lose. Straight Talk Wireless. No contracts, no compromise. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. From faulty breakers to broken windows to leaky pipes, roofs, and water heaters, homes and businesses around the country can't work until the pros do. That's why Lowe's created credit programs that work for pros. With everyday 5% savings on eligible purchases, plus through October 31st, 60 days promotional financing on your Lowe's business account or extended terms on eligible account receivables. Learn more in-store or online at Lowe'sForPros.com. Putting money back in your pocket. Just one more reason Lowe's is the new home for pros. Subject to credit approval U.S. only. 
ESPN Dayton's Fan Hotline, 937-210-9676. Something on your mind? Let us know. Leave a voicemail or text us your hot sports take. All takes will be heard weekday afternoons on the Justin Kinner Show from 3 to 6 p.m. Save 937-210-9676 in your phone. It's the ESPN Dayton Fan Hotline. From faulty breakers to broken windows to leaky pipes, roofs, and water heaters, homes and businesses around the country can't work until the pros do. That's why Lowe's created credit programs that work for pros. With everyday 5% savings on eligible purchases, plus through October 31st, 60 days promotional financing on your Lowe's business account or extended terms on eligible account receivables. Learn more in-store or online at Lowe'sforpros.com. Putting money back in your pocket. Just one more reason Lowe's is the new home for pros. Subject to credit approval U.S. only. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $50 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Sprint, we understand saving money for your family is now more important than ever. That's why we're offering our best unlimited deal. Switch and get four lines of unlimited for just $100 a month. That's right, four lines for 100 bucks. Plus, the plan includes Hulu, 500 megabytes of mobile hotspot, DVD quality streaming, and more. If that's not enough, we're throwing in four Samsung Galaxy phones on us. And now, Sprint customers enjoy access to expanded coverage on the T-Mobile network. Shop from the comfort of your home at Sprint.com, call 800-SPRINT-1, or come see us in our stores. Phone after 3542 per month credit for 18 months credit. Apply within two bills. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 73121. Pay $35 per month per line with AutoPay. Data deprioritization during congestion. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Speed maximums. Use rules. $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Shop Lowe's and pick up five bags of Scott's Mulch for just $10. Valid now through 62420. In-store only while supplies last. Selection varies by location. U.S. only. Excluding Alaska and Hawaii. Twitter, make sure to give us a follow. Search 1410 Kinner for Justin Kinner on Twitter. That's 1410 K-I-N-N-E-R and ESPN Dayton for the station Twitter handle. Now, back to the Justin Kinner Show right here on ESPN Dayton, 1410 Wing AM. ESPN Dayton's fan hotline, 937-210-9676. Save that number in your phone, and you can text and call the station any hour of the day, any minute of the day, any second of the day. Got a sports, you got a hot sports take of, of your own that you want to share? Well, we'll share it on the Justin Kinner Show weekdays at 3 o'clock right here on 1410 ESPN Radio. Again, we welcome you back. Justin Kinner, Kev Nash with you here uh, opening up with the, you know, it was amazing to find out that last night's race, um, you, you know, at Martinsville was up 104% from this same race a year ago. Now, r- right away, you're going to get the, oh, well, you know, pan- uh, the uh, pandemic that's going on, the coronavirus. No one else, no one, there's nothing else to do. Well, maybe. I think that had something to do with it. But I think there's a lot more to do with it as well. A lot of eyes and ears were on the sport last night. Uh and it's interesting where the sport goes from here. You're seeing the you're seeing the best and the ugliest of some people uh when it comes to this. And I think that's the interesting part about this is kind of moving forward with it. Again coming up on the show, um if you could take any former Buckeye from the last ten years 
I Kev, I changed it up on the other. Okay, way, but you still fell within the parameters anyway. I think maybe not. No, you yeah. didn't. Yeah, did beanie. Oh, okay, not beanie. Yeah. But either way, so yeah, I was gonna say that's a pretty simple <laughs> flip flop right there. But if, if you could, if you, do. if you could take any former Buckeye from the last ten years and add them to this year's roster, who would it be? Uh, we'll get into that coming up around the corner. Plus, we'll take a look at the new Reds uh, draft pick that they took with the twelfth overall pick last night, selecting Austin Hendrick, twelfth overall high school outfielder. We'll get into that. Coming welcome, up. welcome. Get to that coming up here. In just a moment, but let's go to the phones. We got Chris. Chris, what's up, man? How are you? What's up? How are you, Justin? Good. What you got for us? Hey, uh, I wanted to talk about the Buckeye pick, man. But um, first of all, this whole NASCAR thing, I think it was a mm-hmm. long time coming. I, I really think that uh, a lot of guys that were racing Johnson and everything, I, I think that they, uh, they wanted to have this attitude before, and I, I think they should get more guys, gals, and uh, minorities on the pit box and changing tires and stuff. I think it's I think it's a good way for the future. Do you think that's? I mean, look, things aren't going to change overnight. But I think last night was a pretty big start. I mean, obviously the news was fresh leading into the race at Martinsville last night, so that you know NASCAR was front of mind awareness for a lot of people. Um, but I, I just think that when the sport's being displayed in a positive light, and people might think it was negative last night, I don't. I think it was a positive light. I think you're going to start to see it grow, and I think that Bubba Wallace is is a, is a guy that can help grow that just from a kind of going in a different direction type standpoint. But you're right, the established names already too taking that stance, just like in any other sport that you know going at something like that collectively i think is huge absolutely and i i'm not sure if you heard but i guess there was a uh there was a car owner team that said they were going to pull out and uh you know more power to them because they're i think that they're in a truck series or something like that but I think you're going to find more supporters for this than you are the people that are going to detract from it. Oh, absolutely. My my thinking is is the sport's already better by your exit. Like the sport's yeah. better without you with you out of it than with you in it. If you're going to have that mentality, so absolutely, man. But you can get into the yeah. Buckeye thing too. We haven't really got into it, but we, you're more than welcome to chime in on that. Well, if you want to talk about this year's team, and I'm a huge Eleven Warriors fan, get up every morning and read it. Nice. Uh, so I'm going to have to say, running back, kind of a question mark right now even though we have Trey Sermon. Um, I think I'd probably bring back uh, Claret, um, if he was within 10 years, or Beanie Wells, as far as running back goes. Um, and then defensive side of the ball, I'd probably go with Chase Young. I mean, That's what I thought, too. At first, I thought secondary. But I'm like, you know, Ohio State, just because, you know, they always are going to have secondary guys, and the pass rush guys are always great, too. I mean, Ohio State has great pass rushers this year, but Chase Young, you you add him to what's already going to be a talented you know defensive line. I mean that's just going to enhance it. So I'm perfectly fine with that as well. And in fact, that's who I'm going to pick is Chase Young when we get to that point because I trust the secondary. And you're right about the running game. The offense doesn't have any flaws. And if the running game is their flaw, that's not even a it's not even a real flaw because their running game's still pretty solid. They just don't have that sexy name like a J.K. Dobbins or a Zeke Elliott from years past. Or or experience. And you might be right on the secondary. I might go back to somebody like. Oh. Did we lose you? I think we lost him. Are you still there? No, there we go. We got you. You came back. I said I'd probably agree with you on the secondary, though. I mean, I might go back to like a Malik Hooker, maybe, or something like that, especially to sure up the back end. Absolutely, man. There's plenty of options there, as far as especially in the last ten years. (laughs) Yeah. So plenty of NFL draft picks. No kidding. Hey, thanks so much for the call, Chris. I appreciate it. Good talking to you, man. Take care. Four five seven nine four. Six four. Uh, interesting, you know. I, I I think that yeah, you know, when you think of the the sport at NASCAR, 
It was under a different light last night, not for a bad reason, for a good reason. And I think that you're going to get more eyes on of it because of that moving forward. Now, what you do with it, that's the thing. Like, we're hearing all these messages, all these statements, all of these, you know, oh, we stand with this, we stand with that, we're against this. Well, you can't put out, you, you can't stay on the good graces of everyone by putting out a statement like that every month just to remind people that, you know what I mean, you're with the cause. Like, you, what are you going to do next? What, what's going to be a part of the change that's, you know, next? So we'll get into more of that coming up around the corner. Let's shift gears here. Um, it's interesting. So last night, Major League Baseball draft. We opened up the show yesterday talking about, look, the NFL draft is king. No one's touching the NFL draft. You can't even come close. I think that the NBA draft is pretty good. Uh, I think you recognize, I, I think there's household names, maybe the first couple of picks, but a lot of that has to do, uh, a lot of that has to do with, you know, the fact that you're, you know, Alpha March Madness. You've, you probably learned a lot of those names or are familiar with the names from having a great March Madness run, right? You know, I, I think that, that that's what's important as far as that goes, but it's not like you could watch the entire first round of the NF, NBA draft and, and, be familiar um, as far as that's concerned, or be familiar with everyone. The NFL, their stars being picked late first round, second round, third round. Hell, you'll run into one in the fourth round. I mean, that's just how deep that the NFL talent is or that the college football talent is coming out of, obviously, college football. Um, so as far as that's concerned, that's what's interesting about that. But Major League Baseball, the draft was last night. And I'm like, holy man, that, it, it just, it was dry. It was stale. It was baseball. <laughs> Let's just be honest. It just, it, it, it reeked of baseball. Um but the Cincinnati Reds last night with the 12th overall pick selected a high school outfielder, okay, a high school outfielder in Austin Hendrick. Um, and, you know, you can never, and I love when people say, oh, good, they needed an outfielder. Folks, they might, they might need an outfielder right now, but that outfield, he might not, I mean, he might be a part of a, a really deep outfield, you know, years and years from now. But that pick doesn't impact this year's team. I'm not a big fan of selecting high schoolers. I'm just going to be honest. I, I think that when you, it just depends where you are. If you're a rebuilding team, more power to you. Take the high schooler, develop the high schooler. But I think the Reds are in a, in a situation where, sure, they have spent money in the offseason. They have been more aggressive in the free agent market and trading for stars and, and putting a contender out on the field. We haven't seen that for you know the better part of almost a half decade at this point. So to see that, it's refreshing. But I want to get used to it. I feel the same way about the Bengals. Okay, it was nice that they spent $150 million this past offseason. I wouldn't expect too much of that more moving forward. It's almost one of those like, all right, we did it. We have these years that you can refer to and say, oh, what do you mean the Bengals are cheap? Look what they did in 2020. What do you mean the Reds are cheap? Look what they did in 18 and 19. We could play that game all day. I just wouldn't expect that moving forward, which means you got to do a better job of making sure that you get as close to game-ready players as possible. The Reds have succeeded going the college route with Jonathan India, uh, who technically hasn't been called up yet, but he's one of the hottest prospects that the Reds have when it comes to trying to make some big trades. And then obviously Nick Senzel. Nick Senzel was a part of a lot of conversation in recent uh, history, of course, as far as, man, should the Reds have moved on from Nick Senzel before last season? They opted to keep him. He had a great, fantastic rookie season. You know, obviously the vertigo and some injuries kind of plagued the back half of that season, and we'll see if he could stay healthy moving forward. But he's in good shape. He's in good shape moving forward. The Reds are in good shape moving forward. Jonathan India, he's either going to make, you know, big-time contributions on the Reds roster, or he's going to be a part of a package that brings an even better player back. To me, that's what's important. Not just get a guy in the Reds. I don't trust them to develop players. Like, I don't know how much of Nick Senzel they developed. Nick Senzel was a very, very good hitter coming out of college. Yes, they played a role in him continuing to progress, but we've seen the Reds damage more careers than help them, especially in this last decade. But to their defense, they've done a fantastic job of, you know, investing into their farm system, into their scouting system, and they've done a great job as far as that's concerned, as far as revamping it. 
But moving forward, that's going to be the big question. Getting a high schooler, I don't know what that does for the Reds, not just this season, does nothing for them this season, and not even next season, and probably not the season after that. But if you get a, a, college, a college prospect like that coming in that can make an impact right away as far as within the farm system, it doesn't mean that he's going to be called up to your roster, but what you have now is a trade ship. And if the Reds are going to continue to be contenders moving forward, they're going to have to, because they haven't had success in the free agent market, they are going to have to rely on having enough strong pieces in the farm system to either A, fill the gaps and holes that they have within the main roster, or B, use that to get big-time talent in return through trades. I don't know if Kyle, if Austin Hendricks, if Austin Hendricks provides that for the Reds, Still a fantastic player, looks really good, the film's great on him, his scouting report's fantastic, but again, it's hard to emotionally invest into this or any pick. There's not a pick that the Reds could have made last night that I would have woken up feeling like, oh, the the future's bright in Cincinnati. You should be more excited about the end of a season going back and looking at the prospects that developed over the past season to see what the future looks like. But last night, good pick, you don't know. Even the teams that thought that they had a home run pick, you don't know. You don't know. That's just how that works. But four five seven nine four six four. Well, let's go to the phones. Of course, we've opened up with the Reds. Talked to little Buckeyes. Talked about last night's race at Martinsville. Ratings up a hundred percent. How about that? Let's go to Rob. Rob, what's up, man? Hey, Rob, you still there? All right, we've moved on from Rob. Four five seven nine four six four. If you want to jump in on the conversation, you can call in and do that now. Also, take advantage of the ESPN Dayton Fan Hotline two one zero nine six seven six. You can text your um, you can text your comments, questions, concerns into the show at two one zero nine six seven six, or let your voice be heard by leaving a voicemail two one zero nine six seven six. More of the Justin Kinner Show when we come back. With Lee's, homestyle can happen anywhere. No matter where your summer takes you, family meals are made easy at Lee's Famous Recipe Chicken with our 12-piece meal for only $29.99. Our signature family feast is back with 12 mixed pieces of our honey-dipped, hand-breaded, and pressure-cooked Famous Recipe Chicken, three large sides, and six biscuits. It's homestyle eats made easy. Treat your family to a summertime specialty with our 12-piece meal for only $29.99. Only at Lee's. Famous for chicken. Cordell Transportation is now hiring Class A CDL drivers with home daily lanes. $2,000 sign-on bonus, great pay and benefits. Contact Cody. Apply online at CordellTransportation.com. Cordell Transportation. Driven to succeed. Hey, Dayton, this is Blake Maislin, your favorite injury attorney. We need to be together as a community looking out for one another. If you see someone get hurt, if you know someone that got hurt, hold up the number four. Let them know I'm here. Let them know as a community we can put it back together. Raise up your four. Show you care. Save today on your next project with 11% of everything. Now at Menards. Menards has what you need to start and finish your projects. Plus, you'll save 11% on all of it. Menards offers contactless pickup. Order and pay for your items online. And we'll load your order into your vehicle with zero contact. Get 11% off everything now at Menards. Good through June 13th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. Sales. Save big money at Menards. 
When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. He's a former Buckeyes great and now a college football Hall of Famer. And don't forget about his 13 years of NFL experience playing for the Eagles, Dolphins, Jets, and the New England Patriots. He's Dayton's own Keith Byers. Hang out with him every Monday at noon on the Keith Byers Show. Presented by Lee's Famous Recipe Chicken. Now, back to the Justin Kinner Show. Right here on ESPN Dayton, 1410 Wing AM. All right, we welcome you back. Justin Kinner, Kev Nash, hanging out with you here on a Thursday. 457-946 for the number to call in and jump in on the show. You can also leave uh, a message on the ESPN Dayton fan hotline. That number is 210-9676. So make sure you take advantage of that feature as well. Brand new feature. We just broke that out today. Let's go to Rob. Let's open up with Rob. Rob, what's up, man? Thanks for holding. Hey, wanted to hit you up on that Buckeye question. I really thought that was a great question, but uh, I had three people written down. You took a little zing out of it, obviously, Chase Young. <laughs> and I, I think he, uh, you know, he helps solve the defensive back problem issues because uh, less time is better for them. <clears throat> Especially in the Big Ten, because the, the Big Ten's not like the strongest quarterback uh, conference. So when you know you put that pressure on those quarterbacks, it obviously puts them in uncomfortable situations, and the secondary is able to take advantage of that. So you're right. So it's always worked for him so far. <laughs> Secondly, I thought Zeke Elliott because uh-huh. we don't really know what we have. There's a lot of there's a lot of good horses in the stable, but can't go wrong with Zeke. And thirdly. This might shock you a little, I don't know, but Ted Ginn, I think it certainly opens up the uh, underneath routes more with his ability to stretch the field, and we we haven't had a kick returner like Ted Ginn and. Well, since Ted Ginn. <laughs> no, you're you're right, and I was just going to say that because we talk about this receiving core as if it's the best receiving core that Ohio State's had in decades. But keep in mind, it from a ta- uh, potential perspective, yes, but it's super young. I mean, you have Julian Fleming coming in, obviously, and you have the young talent from last year. So it's like I'm not a big. I, I don't know yet. I hope that they live up to the hype, but man. That's a lot of pressure on a young receiving core. They definitely got their work cut out for them. I mean, a couple of years ago, we had Paris Campbell. Johnny Dixon and Terry McLaurin all on the same team. Um, then before that, you had what Anthony Gonzalez, Santonio Holmes, and Ted Ginn. That's quite the gap. Yeah, it's a gap, but I'm just that's saying. That's not a gap. That's like that's I'm just saying. Like they they gotta get <laughs> they gotta they got their work cut out for them before they can deal with one of those trios. Definitely a good crew of guys, but I think Ted would really uh, he would have really made a difference on any team. So just that, that's all I had to say. No, absolutely, man. Thanks so much, Rob. Appreciate it. Uh, he brings up a good point to the Ted Ginn as far as, you know, not, not just from a receiver standpoint, but from a special team standpoint as well. Um, because that's where, if you talk about an area that Ohio State can really open up, I mean, I think the, the kick return, too, mm-hmm. obviously, is something that, I, I mean, yes, Urban Meyer's biggest attention to detail was special teams. You win and lose with special teams a lot of times. But, man, you get a big-time playmaker like that. Ohio State has not had that for over a decade. That'd be quite. That'd be pretty unique, right there, as far as that's concerned. Yeah, outside of Teddy Ginn, that was a long time ago, obviously. But I would think, who Jalen Marshall, most explosive punt returner we had since then. 
Yeah. And he's been out of school for, what, five, six years already? Yep. He had a couple st- – the AAF he played in for a little bit, I think. With the Jets for a hot second. Yep. Uh, let's go four five seven nine four six four. What's up, William? How are you? Yes, uh, I was kind of thinking about that Buckeye question also. But the offense looked pretty set. So I'm looking at Darren Lee at outside linebacker. There you go. I like that. There you go. That, so Darren Lee at outside linebacker, you get an offense and a defense, or if you don't want an offense, you could put two on defense. Who else would you put? Would any? I mean, would you add a secondary? Would you replace one of the secondary guys? No, I kind of like the secondary right now. They ought to be pretty decent there. Uh, secondary is always going to be good. But when you look at the linebacker, I think that's where, we, I think that's where we've been missing, hit or miss, in that area. Now you're well, I have to go with Darren Lee. There you go. And, see, and, and, you know, I'm excited to see again what that defensive line does. I mean, again, it's just you go from Joey Bosa to Nick Bosa to Chase Young, and it just keeps on going. It's just handing off from one dominant pass rusher to another, and uh, I expect that to continue with this season. You add, you improve that linebacker play. I think as long as you have a slight increase in the linebacker or, or secondary, that's going to be key. Because keep in mind, their defense, they're completely set for Big Ten play. There's no one in the Big Ten, I fear, as far as that's concerned. I just hope that that defense is built to be able to handle a, a Clemson if it gets to that point when they meet later in the season. Yeah, and I think Darren Lee gives you that pass rush, that outside pass rush, as, as well as dropping back in the zone, being able to cover. Absolutely, man. Hey, thanks so much for the call. I appreciate it, William. All right. Thank you. And just so people know, I'm very I, – yes, we know Ted Ginn was more than 10 years ago. But mm-hmm. the guy was on a roll. I wasn't going to just say, nope, doesn't count. <laughs> he, he gave three anyway, so maybe there you go as far as that's concerned. Bubba, thanks for the note. Um, but, yeah, four five seven nine four six four. if you're just tuning in, Justin Kenner, Kevin Nash with you here. Uh, you look at the Buckeye roster heading into this season. If you think back uh, to the last 10 years, if you could bring back any Buckeye from the last 10 years on the offense and defensive side, who would that be? My offensive side, yes, if – it would be Zeke in a heartbeat. I mean, you put Zeke Elliott. Hell, I would bring J.K. Dobbins back again if you could. But uh, Zeke Elliott with Justin Fields, uh, with that receiving core. I mean, come on now. I think that that, that with the, the key is that offensive line. Mm-hmm. That offensive line is key. That has to be the best offensive line in college football, pretty much returning everyone on that line. Um, so I think that that's going to be key as well. That's what's going to allow, you know, that's what's going to enhance the offense. Ohio State set in the Big Ten. My biggest concern, like people always ask me, why you know, you're always so critical? You always find the negative in games. It's because I'm not paying attention to Ohio State versus Indiana. I'm looking at the flaws within the Ohio State-Indiana game that can lead to issues with Clemson when you run into them. Say what you want about Clemson, but that's who you're running into. And if you don't run into them, that's because you stubbed your toe with someone else beforehand. And it doesn't mean that they were that good. It just means you didn't bring your A game that day because we've seen that in the past. Purdue beating Ohio State didn't make Purdue better than Ohio State. They were just better than them that night. Same thing with Iowa the year before. No one thought that, oh, man, Iowa, they beat Ohio State. They they could beat anyone in the country. No, they just cut Ohio State on a bad night. That's what happens when JT Barrett throws an interception the very first play of the game. 
He, however, might be my offensive bring back. <laughs> Get out of here. As the backup quarterback. Because they need <laughs> they, they, they need an improvement at, at backup quarterback, and I think that he would be the perfect guy to bring back to be that backup as far as that's concerned. But no, in all seriousness, yes, I think Zeke's the easy one as far as that goes. I don't think there's many flaws on the offensive side of the ball. Defensively, of course, secondary, you'd love to improve that. But to me, I'd add another pass rusher that I'd bring back uh, Chase Young easily. That would be who I would bring back as far as that's concerned. Dang. I mean, we've got Jonathan Cooper there already, uh, Zach Harrison, Tariq Smith, Tyler Friday, all guys that were in the rotation last year. I mean, I would spend my money more wisely. I would spend it on positions that we have a lot of questions marks about, which is the secondary. I would go, I would double up in the secondary. I would double up. I would get a Marshawn Lattimore, make sure I'm good there, and I would go for Malik Hooker as a safety since we play a lot of one high safety looks. And uh, I would pencil us in for a national championship with those two guys on the team. How you? I mean, the Big Ten again. It's not like we know what every team is going to look like next year. But a lot of times, I mean, the Big Ten. What drives me nuts is they don't try anything new. They just they keep recruiting the same way. They keep building the same way. The teams look the same every year. Sure, some get you know better, some get worse. But Keith Byers has brought this up before. There's a lot of programs that are cyclical based on recruiting classes. So every three years, you're going to yep. get a really good Cleveland State team. Every three years, you're going to get a really good Iowa team. Uh, and that's not fair to put Cleveland State in that category, but they've kind of put themselves back in that category because they've taken such a huge step back. But you're going to get a lot of teams like a Purdue, for instance, like, you know, when Byers, when we've talked about this with him in the past, you know, you have a good freshman class coming in. You're going to play, you know, you're not going to play that well. Then the sophomore year, they get a little better. But that junior, senior year, you're going to get very good football from a team like Purdue, from a team like Iowa, from a team like Northwestern, maybe in Illinois. You know, so you're going to get like every every three years, you'll get a solid season from one of those teams. Not solid enough to be ranked as one of the top five teams in the country, but solid enough that they're respectable as far as that's concerned. But Ohio State's not built like that. They're not. I mean, they're, they're elite every single year. So it, it worries me. That's where I was at last year. Well, everyone was just, I mean, doing cartwheels and throwing a party every weekend because of how dominant they looked. I'm like, but who are they? Who, who? I mean, who are they? We know who they are against the Big Ten, but we, they, it wasn't their fault. But they just weren't tested during the regular season. They were not tested during the regular season. They, Clemson was the first elite team they ran into all year, and I have a concern that that's going to be the case next year as well. They won't run into an elite team. I don't know how good Oregon's going to be. Oregon, you know, they, you lost. They lost Justin Herbert. This isn't last year's Oregon team. That outside of a tough loss, they probably would have been in the playoff had they not had that tough loss earlier in the season. Let's be honest. No, nah, I think they would have been in the playoff if they didn't uh, lose that game to Herm Edwards and Arizona State. Mm-hmm. Like if they didn't lose that game, I think they should have been in there over the Sooners, and I think they would have gave a better performance versus LSU than the Sooners did. But interesting nonetheless. But if you're just tuning in, if you could bring back a former Buckeye to from the last 10 years to this year's roster to help give them the edge, not over the Big Ten. Hell, you could take two play. You could take the best player off the offense and defensive side. They're still winning the Big Ten. I don't care what anybody says. But as far as adding to make sure that they have just what they need to take on the likes of a Clemson or an Alabama, we'll take your calls at four five seven. Nine four uh, six four, and we'll get into that coming up around the corner. The basketball tournament has a new home. It's not Dayton anymore. It's not UD Arena, and it, I think it's a great thing that it's not UD Arena. Uh, as crazy as that sounds, we'll get into that coming up around the corner. Plus, the NHL sets training camp opening date as July tenth. 
So they're going to be coming back around the corner, as we've talked about in the past. So a lot to still get into coming up around the corner. We'll continue with your calls. If you could bring a Buckeye back from the last 10 years to this year's roster, who would it be? We'll be back in a moment. Every home has things it needs, things that need to be maintained, fixed, or replaced. The Home Depot is here to help you get it done. You can easily find what you need on our app, order it online with the push of a button, and have it brought to your door with free delivery on over a million items. We have the essentials you need, the online know-how you may need to do it yourself, and low prices that make it all possible. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five parts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for $28.95 and get a $10 O'Reilly gift card after mail-in rebate. You can even order at OReillyAuto.com and we'll deliver it curbside. Protect your engine from sludge and wear at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. There may be no games. No practices. No high fives. But we're all still part of a team. And we all have a role to play. Right now, that means keeping our distance. But still checking on each other. Helping the most vulnerable. And supporting our heroes. That are keeping us safe. Sports may be paused. But the best parts are needed now more than ever. So let's all do our part to help our team. Right now. Hashtag one team ESPN. Capital One knows life doesn't alert you about your credit card. Hey, Couch Surfers, we've got nonstop tunes to keep you rocking while you work. Oh, and Colleen, yes, you Colleen with a K. Your free trial of Movie Plus ends tomorrow and your card may be charged. Do you want to continue or cancel? So meet Eno, the Capital One assistant. Eno looks out for surprise charges, like when free trials expire, and helps if you need to fix them. Eno, another way Capital One is watching out for your money when you're not. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Limitations apply. The patios are now open at every Milano's Pizza Subs and Taps. Come dine and enjoy the full bar outside today. Pizza, subs, wings, the full menu of your Milano's favorites are waiting for you, plus our famous craft beer selection. Welcome back to Milano's. If you're driving less, you could be saving more on car insurance. Save money with pay-per-mile insurance from Allstate. Call a local Allstate agent and get a quote. Whether you're at home, at work, or in your car, tune in to ESPN 1410 Wing AM or stream us live at wingam.com. Now, back to the Justin Kinner Show on 1410 ESPN Radio and on the stream at wingam.com. We'll open up Hour 2 with Rob Manfred's comments stating that there's a 100% chance that there will be a 2020 baseball season. So regardless, with as ugly as things have gotten between the Major League Baseball uh, and the Players Association, um, it seems like regardless of how ugly it's getting between both sides, that there will be some kind of resolution. Now, I think it's easy for Rob Manfred to say that because based on the agreement from March, he has the authority to do that. Now, whether or not, if players are so frustrated between the ongoing negotiations between them in the league, some could just opt not to play, which is something we'll also get into about the NBA around the corner. The NBA, a lot of players speaking up, saying that they're not, some are not comfortable 
heading to play in that bubble in Orlando. We'll get to all that coming up here in hour two. Four five seven nine four six four. If you could bring one Buckeye back from the last ten years on the offense and defensive side of the ball, so two technically two te- you know two Buckeyes that you could bring back from the last ten years, one on the offense, one on the defense. Who would it be for this year's roster? Let's go to Aaron. Aaron, thanks for holding, man. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I actually got a few names. Uh, Michael Thomas as a wide receiver, potentially. There you go. I know you already said it, Ezekiel uh, Elliott, so I won't go there. But on defense, you could name all sorts of people, like the Boza brothers, Enzo Ward, Marquez Lattimore, and the list could go on and on. Now, especially from a secondary standpoint, now, I mean, are you going to give a definitive defensive one, though? Uh, if I had to just pick one, I'd probably pick Nick Bosa or Joey. Actually, Joey Bosa, probably. See, no Chase Young. Now, what, what separates Bosa from, or the, what separates Joey Bosa from Chase Young, in your opinion? I just think he was more dominant and, and stayed out of trouble. Um, I think Chase Young was good, but when he would get double or triple teamed, you know, he, he kind of disappeared. Joey Bosa would still make glimpses of, of plays even when he was double teamed. You know, it's funny. Many people say, too, that, you know, obviously Chase Young ended up getting drafted at the spot that everyone thought he would, but there were some mock drafts as we got closer to the draft that had him dropping. Some were concerned that, hey, you know, he did disappear in the, in the last couple games of the season. Now, I still think that's unfair because from a box score perce- uh, perspective, yeah, maybe. Um, but it still didn't take away that the defense gave so much or that the offense put so much attention on him uh, to protect the quarterback that, it, you know, it, it made it easier to rush from the opposite end and everything like that. He still made an impact. But Nick Bosa, when he was on the field, Joey Bosa, when he was on the field, I mean, I, I, it's hard to rank those three as far as worst to first, in, in, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, they're all 1A, 1B, 1C. I mean, they're all great. Uh, and Chase Young, I don't know, maybe by him getting in trouble, I'm sure he was still allowed to practice, but he wasn't in maybe game shape. That could have played a role in it, too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, that, I mean, that's why many people who were mad at the NCAA, oh, how convenient. Uh, this news comes out and he gets suspended for Rutgers in Maryland. I mean, he might, I mean, it was, it was basically considered a two bye weeks anyway. So, um, but yeah, what he did in those bye weeks, who knows that you're right. Yeah. And if you think, of, if he would have got, would not have gotten in trouble, think of the numbers he could have put up against those two teams. Oh no! I mean, we watched what he did against Penn State of all teams, and or Wisconsin. I mean, Wisconsin just absolutely destroyed them. I mean, imagine what he would have done to a Rutgers or Maryland. Now, granted, he probably only would have played uh, a quarter and a half or one half to begin with. Right, right. But he still probably would have racked up at least two sacks in each game. I mean, he finished with sixteen. That's that's crazy to me. Sixteen sacks and didn't play in two, and didn't even have a sack in the last couple games. That's insane to me. Right, yeah. I mean, as as looking at it that way, on paper, he definitely was probably more productive than both both of them. I just felt like Joey, as a as a college athlete, was more of a role model per se because he didn't have some of the off the field issues. That and Nick Bosa will always be my least favorite because he quit on the team. So there you go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron. Thanks so much for the call, man. Much appreciated. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Four five seven nine four six four. It's the number to call in, or you can leave a voicemail at two zero one nine six seven six on the ESPN Dayton Fan Hotline. I uh, will remind uh, our buddy uh, Aaron that uh, Joey Bosa was suspended for the opener um, uh, during his junior year. 
um, you know, a lot of speculations about what he actually got suspended for. But you know. did he mean trouble like that? I um, thought he meant like I, I misunderstood. I, I was under the understanding that he meant he would get in trouble as far as like not. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, There's not really said. many ways to misinterpret <laughs> getting in trouble. Yeah. So you speak of trouble, like Joey Bosa was a college student too that got in trouble. You know what? Yeah. I dislike both 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 oh, both Bosa brothers. They're both just you oh, know. Oh goodness gracious! No. Why? Chase Young wanted to fight his girl, Ed, man. I respect that. I mean, if you're going to go down, go you're down You're getting brownie points at the house what? for saying that? I, I, I give him credit. He was trying to get his girl in attendance. And we don't even know if it was his real girlfriend or, you know, the entertainment, the entertainment piece. We have no clue. So, you know, I'm just saying, Nick Bosa quit on his team, man. He got he, he, he got hurt. And that's why two attack of Iloa. Props. He got hurt and he hung. he stuck it out with his team the rest of the way. Crutches and all. Yeah, he couldn't go nowhere. He was in crutches. <laughs> well, what happened? Uh, nope, nope, nope. Not going to do it. Don't, don't do not it. Not doing it. Not, not doing it. All right. Um, so last week, we found out five players on Alabama tested positive for the coronavirus. Then we find out that a couple players on UCF tested positive for the coronavirus. Well, two Texas players have now tested positive for the coronavirus. Hook them. So... Again, it's interesting. Like I said, when we talked the other day about this, I said, look, this isn't the last time we're going to hear reports about players testing positive for the coronavirus. Within five days, we've had three different teams with multiple players test positive. And let's be honest, Kev, that's this, that, that could be where it started. If you're talking about tracing it, they could start with those two. How many teammates around them did they spread it to? You know what yep. I'm saying? So I think that. I'm actually glad this is happening. I want this to happen, Kev. I, I know that sounds cold-hearted, and you know what? I think people will understand what I mean by that. I'm not saying, oh, I want Texas to get the coronavirus. I know this sounds weird, but like I kind of I like that we're hearing headlines that the players are getting it because I think it needs to get people trained mentally for that's going to be the norm when we get into the season. But two, I know this sounds weird, but I kind of want to see, okay, just how contagious is it and again we can get into the whole i'm not talking about whether or not it's a conspiracy or not i want to see how contagious it is because if we're talking about players who have it and are around their teammates within closed you know you know closed rooms i'm just curious how easily that they spread it amongst one another because if we've had three different teams we had five alabama players we had three ucf players two texas players that's 10 players I'm sorry, but based on the understanding of the virus, I mean, that's 10 players that have spread it to people all around them. You know, it's like a pyramid scheme, man. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> how you could think. The coronavirus is a pyramid scheme. It's exactly how you can describe it. Just how much so. Because if the, based on my understanding, that should run rampant around throughout the roster, right? Like that, that if you if you think about it, and if it doesn't, that could cool down the urgency as far as that goes. By the way, I'm hearing a lot of concern, too, about college locker rooms that there is no way that you are going to be able to get the six feet apart thing in there, like even in the NFL. And the biggest argument about that is, is so let me get this straight. We practice together all week. We sit there and sweat all over one another and, 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 and play against one another and hit one another all game, but now we can't stand next to, next to each other in the locker room. They're right. That that's a dumb. I'm telling you, a lot of things, a lot of changes that are being done for this virus are optics driven. It's not because they think it's going to work. It's optics driven. It's to, uh, it, it's to, it's a peace of mind thing. As long as it looks like we're doing something to help prevent the spread of it, then fine. But at least if you're going to do something to help prevent the spread of it, make sure it makes sense. 
But it doesn't make sense to have a sport where you're constantly hitting one another and making contact, but then in the locker room, don't touch each other. <laughs> like That mm. makes zero sense as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that's going to be difficult to be in the locker room and the training room. It's so many places, the uh, meeting room, it's so many different places that these athletes come into close proximity with each other outside of the just being on the football field or basketball court, wherever their training facility is. So there's going to be contact. Uh, I think the thing about guys testing positive for COVID-19, I believe the test goes, you when you get tested, as soon as you get check-in, whatever, as soon as you report. And then when you find out that if you test positive or not, then you're quarantined for those two weeks. So I guess like the cycle. So say say somebody had it and then they gave it to the next person. He's not going to show symptoms for, you know, five to ten days after. Yeah. So that's why they got to have repeat testing. So and, and you're right. And plus, let's be clear here. When these teammates all meet again, it's not the first time. It's not like mm-hmm. camp. Right. It's not like when you're in high, when you're a little kid and you go to camp and you only, you only see your your campmates once a year when you report to camp that first time. These guys are all hanging out. Mm-hmm. They're spending time beforehand, so they may come to camp and get tested and test positive. But they've all been around one another in some capacity. So that's why I'm saying is if this is as, and I believe it's contagious, and I believe every situation is different though. But my, based on the understanding of this, common sense would tell you. Oh, if a couple players have it, that means it's just going to run rampant through that locker room and run through that roster at least. So to me, I have a hard time believing that a roster that spends as much time together as they do, and I don't mean all 100 players hanging out with one another, but you'd have to think four to five hang out with this group. And then mm-hmm. this guy in this group of four or five also hangs out with this guy from this group of four or five, and that's how it kind of spreads. So that's why I have a hard time believing that Texas, who has two, you know, test, you know, has two players testing positive, that that's where it's going to stop. Like, I feel like it's just going to keep going and going. I'm not saying I want that, but I also am interested of what's next because if it doesn't go that direction, then that kind of that doesn't go with what we're being told as far as how that's just going to run rampant through the locker room as far as that's concerned. I think they just got to get a handle on it. Like, when somebody does test positive, they have to, you know, the people that are being held um, away from everybody, they have to remain that way. They have to be diligent about it, like, until your symptoms clear and you're no longer testing positive so you can, quote-unquote, be around everybody again. So, yeah, it's going to be, it's all, we're learning. It's all a learning curve. We're all finding out day by day what what is and what isn't. And, you know, it's always conflicting reports, you know, about, all right, people that are asymptomatic, uh, they're not contagious. Well, last week you said we were. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it it changes every day. All right, four five seven nine four six four. Justin Kidder, Kev Dash with you here. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming up around the corner. We'll get back into the Reds draft pick and outfielder Austin Hendrick. We'll get into that coming up momentarily. We'll get also back into the reaction from last night's Martinsville race. Again, ratings an all-time high, 104 to be exact, higher ratings were than last year's race. That's quite the impact. What was that impact? Was it the coronavirus? Was it the was it Bubba Wallace? Uh, you know, helping NASCAR take a stance and kind of moving forward and maybe bringing new eyes on the products. Can we expect that moving forward? We're going to get to all that in hour two. Don't go anywhere. Hi, Joey Beckett here, of Buckeye Ford in Sydney, home of the Works Package and the Double Take Tire Specials. And now we've expanded our service department. We've grown bigger to serve you better. Call us today to schedule your vehicle in for service. Our team is quick and efficient and waiting for your arrival. 
Buckeye Ford, exit 92 off of I-75 in Sydney. We'll see you soon. I've always wanted to learn another language, but every time I try, it never sticks. So I decided to give Babbel a try, and I really like the teaching method of the app. I started with the beginner lesson on Babbel, and it starts with simple words and phrases. And soon, you're putting those words into a conversation. Each lesson takes about 10 to 15 minutes, and they're all really different, which keeps things interesting. The app is really smart. It actually keeps track of Everyone the words a little bit of I'm with, so I can practice them and get better. I chose Babbel because it was created by real language teachers. They built it around real life, how people actually communicate, and what they care about. I can't wait to use my new language skills in the real world. Dos cervezas, por favor. <laughs> With Babbel, get conversational in Spanish, French, German, and more. It just takes 10 to 15 minutes a day. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com or download the Babbel app and start learning a new language today. Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. At Sprint, we understand saving money for your family is now more important than ever. That's why we're offering our best unlimited deal. Switch and get four lines of unlimited for just $100 a month. That's right, four lines for 100 bucks. Plus, the plan includes Hulu, 500 megabytes of mobile hotspot, DVD quality streaming, and more. If that's not enough, to really amp this up, we're including four amazing iPhone 11s on us when you trade in iPhone 6s or newer in any condition. And now, Sprint customers enjoy access to expanded coverage on the T-Mobile network. Shop from the comfort of your home at Sprint.com, call 800-SPRINT-1, or come see us in our stores. Phone after 29-17 per month credit for 18 months credit, apply within two Bills canceled early. Remaining balance due requires new account. Unlimited basic after 731 Pay $35 per month per line with auto pay. Data prioritization during congestion. Coverage and offer not available. Ever excludes taxes, fees, and roaming speed. Maximums use rules. $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Shop Lowe's and pick up five bags of Scott's Mulch for just $10. Valid now through 62420 in store only while supplies last. Selection varies by location. U.S. only, excluding Alaska and Hawaii. All sports, all the time. This is 1410 ESPN Radio. It's the Justin Kinner Show. Live, WYNG, 1410 Dayton. Dayton's ESPN Radio. It's the Justin Kinner Show. Live, here on ESPN Dayton, 1410 Wing AM. Tweet the show at 1410 Kinner, or give us a call at 457-9464. We now send you to the Wing Studios in Kettering. Here's your host, Justin Kinner. Welcome back. It's the Justin Kinner Show live here on Dayton's ESPN radio station, 1410 Wing AM. If you're just tuning in, you can call into the show at 457-9464 or uh, you can... Take advantage of our brand new ESPN Dayton fan hotline. This number uh, can be accessed 24-7. You can call this number at any time, and uh, you'll be introduced by, of course, the ESPN Dayton fan hotline voicemail message. You leave your message after. We'll air it on the Justin Kenner Show weekdays at 3 o'clock. You can also text the number uh, and jump in on the conversation that way. So you can call in live and be on the show, or you can leave a message for the show that will air live uh, on the Justin Kenner Show weekdays. 
uh, from three to six. Coming up, we'll get back into the if you could bring one Buckeye, uh, one pre- one f- former Buckeye from the last ten years back and add him to this roster. Who would that Buckeye be? Uh, I think Zeke Elliott. I'm about to take him off of the available players <laughs> list. Uh, right. and I, I'm just to jump ahead of that too because you take Zeke off. Uh, I'm going to take J.K. Dobbins off of that list too. Let's get a little bit more creative. I, I like the Michael Thomas pick. I like the Michael Thomas pick as far as that's concerned. Uh, so we'll see how all of that works moving forward. But yeah, we're having some fun with that uh, and we'll also get uh, back into this baseball conversation too because someone brought up a good point on the on, on twitter earlier today about how the miners are being impacted greatly as far as that's concerned but let's go to the phones we got steve waiting on us what's up steve how are you man hey guys what's happening another day I, man. I, it's paradise man your world i just live here <laughs> but, uh, anyway if i could bring back one player from offense and one player from defense i'm based on all what you know now I'd bring back Joey Burrows, and I'd bring back Ryan Shazier. Those are the two guys I'd bring back. Not bad. Fine. Uh, Shazier, different name. That's what we were running into here. Something, something a little different, something a little different. The, you said the first one was who? Joey Burrows. Joe Burrow. Oh, you would go that far. Yeah, so yep. we're saying to bring those two players back to this roster. The reason I'm with you, if I can get that Joe Burrow, I love that Joe Burrow, but I also have no issue with our Justin Fields. So I wouldn't go if I I wouldn't waste a pick on that. You're you're basically being bringing back one A and one B and creating a quarterback controversy for no reason. Yeah, but I like him better. <laughs> oh, you like him better? Why do you like Bosa better or Bosa uh, Burrow better? Well, I've liked him ever since high school. I followed him in high school. That's fair. So you're not just doing the bandwagon thing, right? Like no, no, no. I followed him in high school, and I thought he should have been play- got a lot more playing time than what he did. Well, to be uh, fair, was that just coaches' errors? I mean, I have a hard time believing that this Burrow was sitting there all these years, and then you know what I mean. Uh, he's it, he's a different cat, man. Like he was projected to be a third, fourth, fifth round pick coming into this season, and then he leaves the number one overall pick and Heisman winner, national champion quarterback. I, that's that's quite the gap. Or that's quite the leap, man. That's insane. Yeah, that was one magical year. Well, you got to go back to like Urban Meyer, though, too. Urban Meyer, in my opinion, he's a great coach, don't get me wrong, but he's loyal to his players to a fault sometimes. You know, I, I think a lot of different times he's played players that, you know, shouldn't be getting a playing time I over agree. another guy that maybe was under class. JT Barrett, ring a bell? Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> but, I mean, th- those are my two picks anyway, for what it's worth. No, those are good ones, man. Thanks so much. That's, a, that, that's an interesting one. Joe Burrow. So, if you're just tuning in, if you could bring back a, a former Buckeye on the offense and defensive side from the last 10 years, I find it interesting. Uh, that I find it interesting because I was not expecting to hear Joe Burrow. Because we're basing it off of the team's needs right now. And I'm sorry, but quarterback is not a need of, not a need of the Buckeyes at this point. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is going to be the Heisman favorite heading into the year, and rightfully so. He would be, that's another question too, the best college player to never win a Heisman. That could be Trevor Lawrence if he doesn't win. If, he, if Trevor Lawrence does not win a Heisman this year, and I feel like there's an obvious one that we're that I'm missing here. But if Trevor Lawrence... Young? That, that would make sense. But And I, I think if you would ask him, the championship means more than the trophy. But at the same time, the trophy, I think, has more weight long term. You play to win the chip, though. You don't no, I, 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 I know that. But, I mean... The Heisman makes or breaks you. Like I, I you know, the, the, you're winning the tro- winning the Heisman makes you a part of the conversation for the rest of your career. Well, Reggie Bush never won that Heisman, according to the NCAA. 
but he did. <laughs> so there's no taking that back. I mean, like it is what it is. But, uh, but yeah, I'm curious. Like if Trevor Lawrence does not win a championship, he will be the best player to or doesn't win a championship, doesn't win the Heisman. He would be the best player to never win a no. Heisman. Vince Young, Vince. If Trevor Lawrence wins two championships, no, Trevor Lawrence. That's a big if. That's not a big if. They're the championship favorites. He's the best quarterback in the country, and they're probably the best team in the country coming into the year. It's an if. It's an if. if. It's an if. They still they got to play the season. Well, I hate when people do the if game because then if that's the case, we might as well not talk sports at all because if we have to wait for the if to develop, then I I would I would rather have Vy, Vy, Vy. uh, I don't care if it's VD, man. (laughs) Adrian Peterson is up there. Would make that list. For guys that didn't win a Heisman Trophy. Who? Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson. Okay. All right. We'll see. I still think Trevor, when Trevor Lawrence wins that national championship this year, wow. he will be the best player to never win a Heisman. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Byers. Yeah, but see, he's what I'm talking about as far as like him winning a Heisman. Like... It's, look how long it took him to get into the College Football Hall of Fame. He's been a College Football Hall of Famer from the day that he left Ohio State. And it took him how long to get there? That's not his fault. That's just, of course, the you know the how that's set up. You don't want too many players from one team in there. I can't stand that. Um, but that's just the reality of, of what that is. But Keith wins that Heisman. Keith Byers is in those trophy is in those Dr Pepper commercials every single year. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. That's why I say that that trophy is the that has the most weight. That is the most valuable individual award in all of sports. Not MVPs. Not anything else. The Heisman Trophy is the most important individual postseason award. In all of sports. That makes or breaks you. It ain't break Keith Byers. I'm just saying, like, Keith Byers could be, you know, there's a lot that Keith isn't getting to experience because he was robbed from that, from winning that Heisman. And that's the problem I have with that. Like, that, there's so much that rides on the line as far as that Heisman is concerned. Uh, But 457 9464. It's the Justin Kinner Show with Kev Nash live here on 1410 ESPN Radio. Who we got, Kev? We got Jason. Jason, what's up, man? Welcome. Hey, uh, guys, uh, I was just calling in about the best player to never win a Heisman. LaDainian I feel like we're Tomlinson. missing an obvious one. There we go. There we go. LaDainian I mean, Tomlinson. He, mm. Yeah, he got ripped off by Chris Winkie. Everybody knows Winkie shouldn't have won that. Everybody knows that. So, but uh, hold up, hold up, hold up. No, did he win a national championship, Tomlinson? No, he did no. not. So that's why I would TCU's only. I would put that. You're right. You're right. I don't know. Is he the best one though? I mean, that's your that's Jason's call. That's his answer. But does that change your answer at all? No. You still think it's Vince Young? Vince Young. Uh, all right. I'll Thanks get, for letting me call in, guys. Anytime, Jason. Thank you. That's a good. So that's a good example right there of the championship of why that gives him the rub one way or another. Which is why if Trevor Lawrence wins a championship this year, but not the Heisman, he's hands down the best player to ever not win a Heisman. He's as a freshman won a championship. As a sophomore, led them back to a championship. And then as a junior to win another one potentially, that that would be. I mean, we'll have the resume. Definitely, we'll have a resume. Definitely, we'll have a resume for it. Uh, I would still go with Vince because Texas was not. Well, Texas hasn't won anything since Vince or before Vince. Ellinger says, "Hook him four five seven nine four six four, and that's what uh, Tom Herman and company are hoping for as far as that's concerned. Uh, Vince was great. Vince is a great." college quarterback I'm, I'm not debating that but on their best years i'm taking trevor lawrence hands down no questions asked no questions asked i'll take trevor lawrence over vince young any day <laughs> in the college 
in, in middle school. I mean, it's just the reality. Let's go to Charles. Charles, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, guys. Hey, um, best guy not to win a high school is Peyton Manning. He even finished runner-up to Charles Woodson. There we go. I'll take Peyton Manning over Vince Young. Thank you, Charles. Thank you, Charles. Uh, look at, oh, if you could see Kev's face right now. Oh, man. Oh, you've disappointed him because he just got proven wrong had, on the Justin Kidder show. Did Peyton Manning ever beat Florida? Nope. Um, no, but it doesn't really matter. With that. Like you guys just said, though, if, he, if Peyton Manning would have been a Heisman Trophy winner, imagine him on his commercials. That'd be hilarious. He's already hilarious. He doesn't have time for commercials. Uh, he's in enough yeah, commercials. He's, he's golfing right now. <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> hey, um, the uh, Buckeyes, I mean, there's a couple Buckeyes. I don't know if you guys have mentioned. Um, I think Taylor Decker. Offensive tackle was a good one, maybe to bring back. You yeah, know, I like that. I really like that one. And then um, I liked Malik. Even though this guy was only a one-year starter, I think it was a first-round pick. Was Malik Hooker? I mean, that dude was a beast back there. I mean, he was a ball hawk. He was a hitter. He set up the uh, secondary. I like those two guys. I mean, everybody else is on the city office. Hey, let's get Zeke. Let's get Dobbins. Let's get Michael Thomas. Stuff like that. I look at like, hey, if you get a guy in the back in the uh, defensive backfield who's going to set the tone. That's pretty important. And then if you get like, a guy who's going to stabilize the offensive line, that's huge, and that will help the running game as well. It doesn't matter who your running back is. Those are my, those are my choices. Interesting. One guy, I, like the, yeah. I like both of those. Two good ones, man. Thank you. I like both of those. That's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, and, and the reason we keep going with the running back, too, is because that's like it's not even a weakness of Ohio State. It's just the one that we're most unsure of. On the offensive side of the ball. I mean, that is a position that is up for debate is tackle coming into the season. No one gives a beep about tackle. But, but hey. Who the you, hell's talking about you, tackle? You say that when uh, you don't care, but when he's getting sacked or when he's false starting five, ten times, you're like, man, what's going on? Hold your water. He's going to look like Vince Young in the pros, man. <laughs> hey, on his ass. You said a college quarterback. V-Y. V-D. You thinking about the tech Titans? I ain't thinking about that. I'm thinking about See, what he did. So with you the, don't with remember the, the Titans, huh? Oh yeah, I remember the Titans. He wasn't good there, but he was so good at Texas. I'll take Trevor Lawrence. Let's go to Mark. Mark, what's up, man? How are you? Hey guys, how's it going today, guys? Good. You? Good. I'm gonna have to uh, get with the committee here and ask you if I could cheat a little bit by going back maybe more than ten years, a little bit, if you don't mind. I I, I think I could put up with that. Yes, let's let's thank, give it a shot. Kendra's normally <laughs> a stickler for the rules, but oh yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go back one defensive guy from uh, several years back. I hope you remember the big cat, Andy Katzenmoyer. There we go. That's a name. He, he was the he was the Lawrence Taylor, Dick Buckus kind of guy who just wanted to destroy defensive players. Just a lethal weapon. Um, and then on offense, I got to go back. Uh, this guy, every time he touched the ball, just magic happened. Never seen speed like that. Ted Ginn. Um, when that punt return went to him, look out. It just every play he touched the ball, uh, blazing speed, elusivity. Um, so Teddy Ginn and Andy Katzenmoyer would probably be my two choices. Um, and if I had an honorable mention, let's go to a local kid, Jalen Marshall. Um, I don't think we got to see how great he really could have been because he played with the Michael Thomas era. But, man, that Alabama game, Jalen Marshall was just huge for the Buckeyes. 
Yeah, I was actually listening to that game earlier today. That's so random, but I was listening to that <laughs> game. We have the yes, we're going to be carrying uh, some of those former Ohio State playoff games from years past, and I was going through those today, listening to that one. So it's funny awesome. you bring that up. But yeah, Jalen Marshall, uh, another interesting one there. Michael Thomas has been brought up a few times, uh, but yeah, good receivers right there, obviously. Yeah. If you want a good uh, view, just go to YouTube and type in Andy Katzenmoyer where he just destroyed that Missouri quarterback uh, when we were on the road that game. The game was over. Even though we were losing, when he put that quarterback out, that just deflated the entire stadium. So the big cat was just a huge hitter, and Teddy Ginn was just special, man. Two excellent ones, man. Good job. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Take care. 457-9464. Four five seven nine four six four. It's the Justin Kenner Show with Kevin Ash Life here on fourteen ten ESPN Radio. Uh, we're kind of doing two conversations at once. If you could bring back a former Buckeye from years past, now I'm going to open it up. Forget the last ten years. Um, <laughs> and the other easy, I mean, look, you could, you know, sit there and say, "Oh, Archie," you know, you could bring old Archie back. Ah, go ahead. That's an easy one though. Chat, chat like the Katzmeyer one. I like that one. Yeah. Made you think. Made you think, as far as that's concerned. I mean, if we're doing that, I'll go A.J. Hawk for linebacker. My dad texted that just a little bit ago. He said A.J. Hawk as well. Smart man. So, uh, let's be clear. And I'm curious, too. When you're calling in, Buckeye fans, when you're calling in, I'm curious. Trevor Lawrence or Vince Young, who you taking? Trevor Lawrence or Vince Young, who you taking? If you could start them over at their freshman year. You know, Trevor Lawrence won a national championship his freshman year. He didn't take three or four years to finally finally figure it out. Just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. Uh, but anyways, yeah, we'll be back in a moment. More than Justin Kenner, this guy. You should name the. We're gonna name the show this guy. <laughs> this ESPN guy. Fourteen ten. Wing AM. Weather. Sunny skies this afternoon with a high of eighty degrees. Tonight, clear skies down to a low of fifty-eight. And tomorrow, more sunshine with a high of eighty-four. I'm Leanna Ray for 1410 ESPN Radio. Save up to 50% on a hot tub or swim spa at the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Factory Liquidation Tent Sale this weekend only at the mall at Fairfield Commons. Browse the largest outdoor display of hot tubs and swim spas in the region from six major brands at up to 50% off. Social distancing and sanitation protocols will be in place. Over 40 hot tubs and swim spas will be on display and every floor model must go. Financing is available and show admission is free. That's the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Factory Liquidation Tent Sale this weekend at the mall at Fairfield Commons in the parking lot near J.C. JCPenney. Visit hottub.show. Cordell Transportation is now hiring Class A CDL drivers with home daily lanes. $2,000 sign-on bonus, great pay and benefits. Contact Cody. Apply online at cordelltransportation.com. Cordell Transportation. Driven to succeed. Family owned and operated for three generations. Collet Propane and Collet Seal Coating are proud to serve the Miami Valley. Collet Seal Coating reminds home and business owners that now is the time to protect your asphalt from the ravages of old man winter. Extend the life of your surfaces and protect your investment. Call us for a free quote at 937-372-9194. Or find the full family of Collet companies at ColletServices.com. We've been taking care of families in the Miami Valley for over 65 years. It could be a routine drive to pick up the kids after school or an epic road trip across the country. No matter where your travels take you, we know those miles count. We're Marathon. We have over 5,700 stations across our great nation. Our people are working hard every day to provide you with quality top-tier gasoline to improve engine performance and fuel your life. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. 
Redbox has top entertainment when you need it most. If you're in the mood for a thriller, make sure you see The Invisible Man. Trapped in a violent relationship with a wealthy scientist, Cecilia, played by Elizabeth Moss, escapes and goes into hiding. But when he commits suicide and leaves her a fortune, Cecilia's sanity begins to unravel as she is hunted by someone no one can see. With our current world situation changing every day, one thing remains the same. Our love for movies. Make it a night and visit Redbox.com for all the ways to watch. Here at AutoZone, we're all about helping you get what you need to keep life moving. Like for that next oil change. Right now, you can get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic Motor Oil, an STP Extended Life Oil Filter, and a Monster Energy Drink, all for just $33.99. And if you need something fast, you can get it fast your way. Whether it's next day delivery or free same day pickup, in store or curbside, the choice is yours. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Restrictions and details at AutoZone.com. Anyone who builds, remodels, or repairs for a living, we know the way you work has changed. That's why Lowe's is committing today to build new ways to keep you working tomorrow. We are proud to introduce the new Lowe's for Pros job site, powered by Stream, an augmented video chat tool so you can be there for your customers without actually being there. And the cost to use? Try it free through October 31st at lowesforpros.com slash proloyalty. Just one of the reasons why Lowe's is the new home for Boos. Services subject to Stream terms, Lowe's loyalty membership required, more terms apply. It's time for some straight talk. Even though most live sports are on hold now, big wireless companies haven't stopped playing games. They're always trying to lock you into overpriced contracts. With Straight Talk Wireless, there are no contracts. It runs on America's best network, same as the big carriers, but you save up to 50%. 45 bucks a month gets you the unlimited plan with 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G. You might miss sports, but don't play games, you'll lose. Straight Talk Wireless, no contracts, no compromise. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Every home has things it needs, things that need to be maintained, fixed, or replaced. The Home Depot is here to help you get it done. You can easily find what you need on our app, order it online with the push of a button, and have it brought to your door with free delivery on over a million items. We have the essentials you need, the online know-how you may need to do it yourself, and low prices that make it all possible. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. The patios are now open at every Milano's Pizza Subs and Taps. Come dine and enjoy the full bar outside today. Pizza, subs, wings, the full menu of your Milano's favorites are waiting for you, plus our famous craft beer selection. Welcome back to Milano's. If you're driving less, you could be saving more on car insurance. Save money with pay-per-mile insurance from Allstate. Call a local Allstate agent and get a quote. ESPN Dayton's Fan Hotline. 937-210-9676. Something on your mind? Let us know. Leave a voicemail or text us your hot sports take. All takes will be heard weekday afternoons on the Justin Kinner Show from 3 to 6 p.m. Save 937-210-9676 in your phone. It's the ESPN Dayton Fan Hotline. College football playoffs. Browns, Bengals, Buckeyes, and more. Catch the Keith Fire Show, Mondays at noon on 1410 ESPN Radio. Now, back to the Justin Kinner Show, right here on ESPN Dayton, 1410 Wing AM.
Justin Kinner, Kev Nash, back with you here on 1410 ESPN Radio. Uh, if you want to take advantage of the ESPN Dayton Fan Hotline, you can do so now. If you can't call in at the moment but you want to text the show, text us your or your top college football player, your best college football player to never win a Heisman. Text us at 210-9676. Text your answers again to 210-9676. Your, the best college football players to never win a Heisman. Um, we're getting a lot of good ones here. Uh, getting Vince Young texted into me now. Uh, Tommy Frazier, quarterback at Nebraska, another one uh, being texted in. The excellent one. Jim Brown from Syracuse. Yeah. So, Jim Brown didn't win a Heisman? He didn't win a Heisman. Jeez. Uh, I would say uh, Peter Warwick, definitely. Uh, getting the, I'm getting the Anthony, uh, Anthony Carter. Nah, that team up north. <laughs> Anthony Carter's on the list. Dick Buckus. Uh, so these are some older names. Uh, my, you know, Deion Sanders is on the on the list as well. Another Peyton Manning. So I have three Peyton Mannings. Again, text it to the show, 210-9676. You can also call 210-9676 um, and leave a voicemail, and uh, we'll air your message on the air if you're contributing to the conversation. Or if you just want to tell me how bad I suck, you can also leave that at uh, 210-9676. The ESPN Dayton Fan Hotline. Or if you want to call into the show and... And actually discuss it with us four five seven nine four six four. I know I'm confusing you with a lot of different numbers, uh, but yeah, I'm sure we'll get through it uh, all together. But yeah, so Vince Young or Trevor Lawrence? Uh, that's where kind of Kevin and I are at right now, as far as that's concerned. Um, uh, and that's where we've left that off. But we're going to get into more of that coming up here around the corner. Uh, we're going to go back and take a listen to our conversation with Jaron Hoying from Fort Loramie. He plays in the Korean Baseball Organization. And uh, Major League Baseball, Rob Manford, comes out and announces, hey, you know what? There is going to be a 2020 season. One, uh, the chances of that are 100%. There 100% will be a 2020 Major League Baseball season. So, I want to think that's a positive. I don't think it's going to be positive how they reach that agreement at some point, but I think that that's where we're ending up, and that's a good thing. But Jared Hoyne talks about what it was like, you know, you know, going to Korea, playing in Korea, what it's like playing in an empty stadium. All things that he's describing are what we as baseball fans are going to have to adjust to here with Major League Baseball. If and when it comes back, but according to Rob Manfred, a 100% chance it comes back. Here's Jared Hoyne from the Korean Baseball Organization. Everyone, a little bit of background information about your time at Fort Lorimer. You know, you went to Toledo. I uh, just give everyone a little bit of background information about yourself. Oh boy, just a small town kid from Fort Lorimer. Uh, just grew up in the country. Loved playing baseball. Um, you know, played at Fort Lorimer for four years. Won a state championship in 2007. Um, so that was pretty awesome. They went on to Toledo for three years. Um, then got drafted in 2010 by the Texas Rangers in the tenth round and. Been playing ball ever since. That's interesting. Now, you you didn't go to Korea until about 2018, correct? Correct. Yeah, my first year over here was uh, 2018. What was it about? I mean, when you – now, you cut, you went back and forth a lot between the Rangers and the Miners. You were, you know, you would go back and forth a lot. But you got to get some major red bats, too, though, with the Rangers, which is pretty neat. You got to play in the playoffs as well. Before we get to your time in Korea, just talk about your journey. How Was that a frustrating time being bounced back and forth, or was it still a dream come true playing at that level? Uh, you know, at first it was a dream come true, obviously. Um, you know, it's every kid's dream to get to the big leagues. Um, so my time there was awesome. Um, you know, after you bounce up and down, you kind of know what your role is. Um, then you kind of get labeled as kind of a, a 4A player. And, you know, you, you might have a month in AAA. You might have a month in the big leagues and vice versa. And you just you never know where you're going to live. 
And, um, you know, getting the opportunity to play baseball every day over in Korea um, seemed strange um, at the time, but now it's the best decision I've ever made. You know, it's interesting right now with everything going on, you know, here uh, in the States, we're, we don't know if there's going to be baseball here in 2020. And you guys are the professional sports league at all, not just baseball, but professional sports league at all that has officially, you know, come back since this pandemic started. When with where we're at right now here, we're talking about, man, all these different things that are going to have to happen for Major League Baseball to resume. You guys were at that stage not too long ago. Where are where are we at right now compared to where you guys are as far as being ready to play in your opinion? Uh, I feel like it's starting to die down in the States. You know, obviously I'm over here, so I don't know too much. So you can kind of keep your teams in a bubble, so to speak. Um, you know, we're, we travel by bus everywhere, so we don't have to fly. Um, so you can kind of stay in a little bit more of a bubble, I feel like, here. We're in the States. You know, you're flying cross-country. There's a lot of moving parts. Um, so I don't know what the heck they're going to have planned, but hopefully they have something figured out. When you decided to go play professionally in Korea a few years ago, what was it about this league that sold you uh, that this was a good opportunity for you to go and continue your professional baseball career? I had a lot of old teammates that uh, came over here. Absolutely loved it. Um, Josh Lindblom included. Um, he signed with the uh, Brewers in the offseason. Uh, he kind of encouraged me to come over here. And, um, you know, big biggest thing is, you know, obviously playing every day. Uh, but a great opportunity to take care of my family. Um, you know, you're talking about guaranteed contracts and a lot of money to keep playing baseball. So, uh, you know, it's kind of a no-brainer. Is your family with you in Korea? Do they go with you and stay during the season, or how does that work? Normally they do. Uh, right now they're back at home in Fort Army. Uh, we're trying to get them over here, hopefully here in a couple weeks. Um, like I said, everything's died down here coronavirus-wise. Uh, the biggest hardest parts was flights you know obviously there's not many flights going to and from so you just kind of got to plan around that and hopefully it just dies down even farther um in the states as many days as we go it's pretty cool that the kbo games are being aired on espn here uh, i know some of them you know we talked about the hour difference a lot of those games are being aired you know overnight 3 a.m here uh, but are being replayed throughout the day on espn so it's pretty cool to get a chance to see that it's the first opportunity for Americans to be able to see what a live sporting event is going to look like post-coronavirus, post-COVID-19. You as a player, though, what was explain what the league was like before this hit. How you know Because it's a very festive atmosphere at games in Korea. You guys have cheerleaders. It's a little bit different than baseball here in the States. Uh, it's, it's completely different. I mean, it really is. <laughs> um, you know, World Cup soccer crowd jammed in, into a stadium that holds maybe 20,000, 15, 20,000 people. Um, they got cheerleaders, like I said, dancing on the dugout. Um, you know, beer's cheap, food's cheap. People people pack the stands. Um, they're cheering the whole time. You know, you can be down 10 runs and somebody gets a base hit, and the whole crowd is still there cheering along with you. So it, it's a very festive atmosphere, and that's the best part about uh, the KBO. And hopefully on these games, um, on ESPN, they start letting fans in so then people from back home can see how awesome these fans are in Korea. Absolutely. Now, with that being said, you you were used to what the atmospheres were like before this. Uh, what precautions were put in place to allow you guys to be able to come back? Obviously, no fans in the stands, but are, are you being have you been tested? How often do you guys get tested? Or is it just for if you start feeling symptoms? What is that process like? Because that's the big question here is, well, you know, how often will tests be you know done? Will they how many tests will they even have available to them? What's that process like for you guys? Uh, so basically, when we flew over here, um, I think it was late March, um, we immediately went from the airport 
and went straight to the clinic to get tested. Um, so we got tested, and then we had to do a two-week quarantine. Um, even though we had a, a negative test, we had to stay in our apartments for two weeks. Um, so that was probably the hardest thing I've ever done, just sitting there by myself, trying to keep busy in a small apartment in a foreign country. Um, so that was super hard. And then every day they check our temperature. Uh, when we get to the ballpark, they check our tam- temperature. And then when we leave, they check it again. And this is everybody that walks into the stadium, um, players, coaches, trainers, um, you know, field staff, anybody gets their temperature checked. Um, you know, they really encourage to wear masks. Um, so that's kind of caught on very well here. You know, everybody just kind of wears a mask. So um, it's hard to do. I don't like wearing the dang things, but it's, you know, it keeps us to be able to play baseball and so be it. Absolutely. And we have Jared Hoying with us here to play baseball at Fort Loramie. Uh, here not too far north from where we are at. Uh, you were, you know, played at Toledo. You were drafted by the Rangers in 2010, went back and forth between the main roster and the minors until about 2018 when you decided to go play for the KBO. With that being said, I mentioned the atmosphere at these games. Now we're talking about how fans are going to feel watching games with no fans in attendance. How is it as a player when you talked about how great that atmosphere is and you hope that one day we get to see what that atmosphere is? How different is it when you walk out there and there's no fans? How quiet is it? Just what's that feel like? It's, it's really weird. Uh, you can hear a pin drop sometimes throughout the stadium. Um, you know, you're so competitive. So when you're at bat or you're playing defense, you're locked in for that pitch. And then you, uh, you, know, you kind of stare around the crowd and drift around, but uh, there's no crowd to look at. So that makes it a little hard. And it's hard to get that adrenaline rush from the stands, the fans cheering in the stands. So, uh, you know, I kind of always count on that extra gear. I call it, I can get from the fans. But uh, not having that, I'm trying to, have to dig deep a little, little bit to find some extra momentum and extra adrenaline. So, I mean, and that's tough too. So, like you guys, I mean, you talk about how you watch what you say. I'm sure everything can be picked up. I mean, it's funny you hear about Major League Baseball, the big sign stealing scandal that happened last year. I mean, they're having to bang on trash cans to be able to. It'd be a lot easier to do that now in these wider stadiums. I tell you that. <laughs> Absolutely, like you said, you got to watch what you say out there. I'm a pretty competitive guy. Um, you know, with a big crowd, you can kind of yell at whatever you want, but here you, you kind of got to watch what you say. Did you ever think when you were playing at Fort Loramie that you'd be able to continue your baseball career this long and to play at the level that you have? Oh, boy. I You know, playing ball, I never looked ahead. I just liked playing so much. I just took one step at a time and kind of one day at a time. And, uh, you know, now it's my 11th season playing professionally, and it's kind of surreal um, thinking about it and looking back how far I've come from my time at Fort Laramie and even Toledo. Um, but I still continue that philosophy just kind of one day at a time, and you never know where this game's going to take you. Uh, you know, when you talk about, you know, your old high school, how often do you, I mean, you're playing during their baseball season at times too. Do you get back to any games at all? I mean, now with technology, I'm sure it's pretty easy to find games when the season's going on, of course. Yeah, luckily technology is great. You know, I keep track um, all the sports at Fort Laramie. It's a really small town, tight knit community. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I listen as much as I can. A couple years ago, when they won state um, in 2018, I believe. Yeah, they won state. Um, it worked out great. They had 11 o'clock game, I think, and I was listening in the hotel room. Um, it was just awesome. I had goosebumps all over. It reminded me of 2007. So uh, thank goodness for technology. It really is an amazing thing. All right, Jared Hoying with this year, played baseball at Fort Loramie, now playing in the KBO for the, and I mispronounced the name. How is it? It's not Hanwha. What, what's the name of your team? 
think Hanawa. Everybody says Hanawa. I could be saying it wrong here too, but yeah, we call it the Hanawa Eagles. Now you have a translator, correct? I heard an interview that you did with, uh, with Michael Hearn uh, just last week or week before. I heard you said you have a, you have a translator there. Yeah, yeah, he's with me all the time in the dugout. Anytime I'm at the field, um, if I need to order something, he orders it for me. Um, so he takes care of me. He's my right hand man here. Um, I rely on him a lot. And without a translator, it'd be impossible. Um, it's just the language barrier is that hard. And uh, so, yeah, thank goodness for him. With not being able to speak you know, the same language as the majority of your teammates, that make it difficult to form relationships with them. We always talk about how difficult that could be for foreign players in our country. I'm curious, you're getting to experience the opposite of that. How difficult is it to form relationships with your teammates in that regards? It's really hard. You know, you, you want to have conversations with them. You want to go out to eat with the guys and hang out. But um, just the language barrier is so hard. So a lot of nonverbal communication. Um, you know, you still pick on each other and joke around in the clubhouse and in the dugout. You know, you find ways to do that. But, um, you know, some of these really good guys here, you want to take it to the next level and, you know, really get to know these guys personally. But it's just it's dang near impossible. All right, Jared, last thing is we let you go. You've played in the major leagues, and you're playing professionally over there. To go back to what we discussed earlier, with all the roadblocks in the way for what potentially keeping Major League Baseball from resuming or even starting a season in 2020, what's the number one obstacle you think is going to keep that from happening? You mentioned for Korea it's a little bit easier because of how confined everything is uh, for all the teams. Is the how you know the travel for for the Major League Baseball teams? I mean, there's an idea that was put out there about them potentially all playing in Arizona, kind of replicating what problem led to you guys being able to come back to play, just playing in a much tighter space. Yeah, you know, the logistics of it are going to be really hard. And uh, no, my fault on this thing, too, in the States, you got half the guys that are making a lot of money, you know, over $10, $20, $100 million, $200 million. Um, you know, time away from their families is going to be tough for them. So half the league isn't going to want to spend time away from their families. Uh, and the other half is going to need the money. Um, you know, guys in AAA and guys that are bouncing up and down, you know, guys with maybe a one-year service time, you know, they're really counting on those paychecks. They're not, not getting those paychecks right now. So they really want to ramp this league up and um, do whatever they can to get playing baseball again. So I feel like that might be the toughest part is the players might be split 50-50 on who wants to do some drastic measures just to get playing. And who doesn't? So, I don't know. It's curious to watch. I'm just thankful I'm playing baseball right now. Yeah, and the players union in Major League Baseball is very tight, too. But at some point, the players union is going to have to decide which side of the players that they're going to more want to heavily represent. Because I, the star, the superstars of Major League Baseball, the, their opinions are going to carry more weight than the middle of the line guys, in your opinion. Do you, do you think that's the case? Absolutely. I really do think that's the case. I know if I was in that, that position... Um, you know, if I'd be in the in AAA right now or, you know, like I said, bouncing up and down and not getting those paychecks, it's, you know, you got a mortgage, you got kids, um, mm -hmm. you got going on. So, uh, you know, it's easy to say, well, I want everything to be perfect if you're making $100 million. But when you're not making that, you know, you're only good at one thing. So playing baseball, so it's, uh, it's actually some real world problems. Yeah, the minor league season has not officially been canceled, I don't believe. I know there were some reports that came out a few weeks ago, and then minor league baseball came out. How difficult, think about what you go through when you were playing in the minors, how important it was developmentally. If an entire season for minor league baseball is taken away, how much damage does that do in regards to the progression for a lot of these players who are on a step-by-step -step journey to try to get into the majors? It's huge. You know, I was a late bloomer. I didn't get to the big leagues until I was 26. 
And, um, you know, if I was in double A or triple A, knocking on the door, um, you know, kind of slowly making your way up all the way through the ranks and to have a season cut short, well, all of a sudden you lose a year, but that also means you're a year older without playing baseball. Now all of a sudden you got a crop of rookies coming in or hot prospects they want to keep around. They got a little more money invested in them. Um, you just never know. You might get to a point where they might say, well, you're just too old. Sorry about it. Um, so there's a lot of underlying factors through all this that it's, you know, high school seniors aren't going to play their senior year. And some guys, it might be it for them just because of this dang virus. Last thing, this will be the last thing. But you talked about your family, how you're still working and efforting to get them, you know, to be able to come to you. That's the other realistic possibility of this is a lot of the Major League Baseball players, they would be away from their families for four and a half months. Obviously, every player out there is going to say they want to be with their families, but how much is that going to play into a factor of, hey, if these players, all of these players can't have their families with them, that's a big deal. You being a family man yourself obviously can attest to that. It's a huge deal. You know, baseball is hard enough. You know, it's a mental grind the way it is. It's such a mental game. And when you're by yourself and you're sitting in a hotel room by yourself, your mind kind of wanders. Um, family keeps us all grounded. Family is what we play for. Um, that's everything to all of us that have wives and kids. And, um, you know, not having that support system, it makes things really hard. All right. Now, you guys just won tonight. When's your – or, yeah, tonight for you, this morning for us. But when's your next game? And kind of tell us a little bit about your team. I mean, if we ever have a chance to see your team play on ESPN, just give us a little bit of background about your team and kind of where you guys fall into the thick of things. Yeah, my first year here, we had a really good team. Um, we had a lot of speed, a lot of power, some good pitching, a great bullpen. Last year, a um, little rough year, um, probably put too much pressure on ourselves as a team. Uh, we had some injuries. We lost our shortstop and center fielder. Um, so anytime you lose guys up the middle, it's tough. And here you have the depth. Um, so if somebody, one of your main players gets hurt, they might get replaced with a 20-year-old um, who is, you know, not very seasoned to stay the least. So um, we got everybody healthy this year. Um, like I said, we won two games, um, two out of three so far, and we look pretty good, swinging the bats pretty well, getting some good pitching. So uh, I, I think we'll be all right this year. You know, the league, everybody picks us um, to finish last in the league. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we finish in the top five and make the playoffs this year. Very nice. I like the optimism there. Uh, Tony Barhorst, uh, he, he messages in. He wants to know what your walk-up music is and how do the fans react to your home runs because he said there was an interesting way that they react to your home runs. They, uh, like I said, they, they got some little Korean dance and song. Um, I, I don't know the words. I just hear Jared Hoying <laughs> a couple times. Um, but, yeah, when I hit a home run, they go absolutely bonkers in the stands. And that's that's some of the best things about the KBO. And those are probably some of the better memories I have when this is all done someday. All right. Well, Jared, thank you so much, man, for taking time and just giving us a little bit of background information about the KBO. Because a lot of people, you know, I do an afternoon show here in Dayton. And we're always asking people all the time, hey, are you going to watch? I know you're not familiar with the league, but will you watch? You're one reason why a lot of people will start watching here locally. Um, but I was curious about the league. You know, bat flips, that's another conversation that people have all the time. That's disrespectful in the eyes of most in Major League Baseball. And over there, that's part of the fun of the game. Oh, it's encouraged over here. It's awesome. I, I can't do a bat flip. They always want me to do it. But um, by the time I do hit a home run, I, you know, I'm busy watching the ball. I don't even think about flipping the bat. So, uh Maybe one of these days I'll do a bat flip and surprise everybody, but it's just part of it. You know, guys will take a good swing and pop a ball straight in the air, and they'll still bat flip, you know, just part of their finish of their swing. Um, so it's, it's, I love it. it. There's no disrespect about it. 
Um, it's just part of the game of what makes it fun. All right, Jared, I'm going to leave you alone. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. This was great. I appreciate the background information. And I uh, hope you're safe and you're healthy. And the uh, same thing for your family. And hope you guys can reunite here soon. Hey, I appreciate it, Justin. Thanks again. Take care. Saying no to racism, Will. Like, like you, you can't get out of your own way. So people are asking me about, oh, are you so impressed about the German Bundesliga? Well, Serie A's coming up. La Liga's coming up. England's coming up. And then eventually Major League Soccer. It, Let's see if this goes four, five, six, seven months in their real The Meyer Distribution change. Center but in Zip you- City, Ohio is hiring for warehouse positions in all units, which include flexible schedules, career growth opportunities, best-in-class benefits, and competitive starting wages. Interested candidates should call 937-669-9109 from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. Apply online at jobs.meyer.com. Search distribution and enter Tip City. Once again, call 937-669-9109. We look forward to you joining the team at Meyer. Meyer is an equal opportunity employer. Champagne Dental. Champagne Dental Group in Urbana knows how important it is for you to have a healthy, bright smile. We believe maintaining oral health is an integral aspect of your overall health. This is why we want to reward you for your regular checkups with our Forever Bright Teeth Whitening Program. Call today to set up an appointment and let us help make your smile bright. Champagne Dental Group in Urbana, 653-8650 and online at champagnedentalgroup.org. AmeriCorps is your moment to take the path less traveled, to break the status quo, to stop talking about the problem and be the solution. Join AmeriCorps and you create your own future. As an AmeriCorps member, you can inspire a kid to a brighter future, build a house for a family in need, or help a veteran find a home or a job. AmeriCorps is your moment to be the greater good. Visit joinamericorps.gov to learn more. Sponsored by Serve Ohio, Ohio Commission on Service and Volunteerism, aired by the OAB and this station. Hi, Pete Kasuji here to tell you that if you're looking for the very best selection of your favorite garden plants, we grow over 125 varieties of tomatoes, peppers, cabbage, broccoli, cucumbers, cantaloupe, and eggplants. And if you haven't tried our famous neighbor beater tomato and pepper plants, come out and pick up a few and enjoy the best taste you ever had from your garden. They taste so good, you'll wish you planted more. And remember, neighbor beater garden plants are sold only at our garden center at 1309 Brant Pike. So get out that shovel and start digging. It's time for gardens, bedding plants, rose bushes, vines, ground cover, shade trees and shrubs, bird baths and fountains, and so much more. So join the green revolution and come out to see us at 1309 Brant Pike, where we're open seven days. And now a game of Commercial Chicken, brought to you by Progressive, where we see how long Flo can go without talking about insurance. Ready? Go. Oh, hi. Um, okay. Guess we should talk about something. Kind of tough to be put on the spot. Not sure what to say. But I know what I'm definitely not talking about. Drivers who switch to Progressive to save big... Okay, you win. We can't help but save customers money. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. I've always wanted to learn another language, so I decided to give Babbel a try, and I really like the teaching method of the app. 
I started with the beginner lesson on Babbel, and soon you're putting words into a conversation. Each lesson takes about 10 to 15 minutes, and they're all really different, which keeps things interesting. I can't wait to use my Spanish skills in real life. Dos cervezas, por favor. <laughs> now try Babbel free. Just come or download the Babbel app. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. After having been restricted in order to preserve PPE for hospitals, many dental offices are now reopening. That's a good thing because regular dental care ensures that we have good oral health and good overall health. As dentists reopen their offices, you may notice some changes. Your dental office may take your temperature and ask a series of questions related to your health. You may be asked to wait in your car until the dental office is ready for you. You may notice your dentist and staff wearing a different type of face mask or face shield when providing care. All of these changes and more are designed to ensure dental patients are protected. When you make your appointment, ask if your dentist is a member of the Ohio Dental Association so you know that you're being treated by the very best. Ohio Dental Association member dentists are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality dental care. These ODA member dentists are bound by the highest ethical standards and have access to superior ongoing education, training, and resources. To find us in your area, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. The biggest local and national guests sit down for the biggest interviews with Justin Kinner on 1410 Wing Live. Presented by Arrowhead Tax Service. Follow along live on ESPN Dayton's Facebook page and catch all previous episodes at wingam.com. Tickets to the gym, shopping, how about a road trip? Listen to us now on the free iHeartRadio app. You'll never miss a moment with your favorite radio station. Download the free iHeartRadio app and search for this station so we can go wherever you want us to. You have empty office space to fill. You know what you need and you know what you'd like. But you also have a pretty good idea after you've shopped around the usual places that what you need and what you'd like, it might not happen. Well, then you haven't been to Charles Larrick's warehouse outlet. Nobody has their selection. Nobody has their discounts, and every week there's something new. If you need office furniture, Charles Larrick's Warehouse Outlet can sell it to you for half price and below manufacturer's suggested prices. Half price and below on hundreds of items. Selection from budget to the best, really. Desks from fifty dollars to $5,000. File cabinets, twenty-five dollars to $500. Before you go anywhere else, do yourself a favor and come to Larrick's Outlet. With 87,000 square feet of selection, you're not going to go anywhere else. Charles Larrick's Warehouse Outlet. Two locations. One at 23 McOil Street, Dayton. The other, Uniques Unlimited on South Dixie. Open Monday through Friday, 10 to 6. Saturday, 10 to 4. If you're driving less, you could be saving more on car insurance. Save money with pay-per-mile insurance from Allstate. Call a local Allstate agent and get a quote. Twitter, make sure to give us a follow. Search 1410 Kinner for Justin Kinner on Twitter. That's 1410 K-I-N-N-E-R and ESPN Dayton for the station Twitter handle. Now, back to the Justin Kinner Show, right here on ESPN Dayton, 1410 Wing AM. Everybody, welcome back. Justin Kinner with you here on 1410 ESPN Radio. So we were all excited uh, for this summer's basketball tournament. 
uh, especially coming off of a, a uh, NCAA tournament list NCAA basketball season, right? Like we were, you know, not only did we get a, not only did we get to miss out on seeing the Dayton Flyers in the NCAA tournament, we missed out on seeing the number three team in the country in the NCAA tournament. We missed out on an opportunity to potentially see the Dayton Flyers make it to a Final Four. Um, we've seen how this city just gets, I mean, beyond energized on a deep NCAA tournament run from the Dayton Flyers, the Elite Eight run from years ago, uh, just anytime you get a win uh, appearing in the NCAA tournament, this city is flipped upside down. It would have been unlike anything we have seen, and I don't want to say ever because that's disrespectful to previous Flyers teams who have made it to the NCAA championship game. But I will say, uh, in quite some time, we would have never seen anything like it. We've never, we haven't seen anything like Obi Toppin in in quite some time. Uh, number three team in the country. We didn't get to see it though in the NCAA tournament. As a consolation prize, there was at least the opportunity to be able to watch, uh, you know the. Uh, the Red Scare, the Dayton Flyers alumni team within the tournament. And it was announced, you know, a little bit, you know, late last year that the tournament, the championship rounds were going to be held at the newly renovated UD Arena. And I was like, man, how special is that when you have a city that loves college basketball the way this city does? And to have a roster built of guys that were a part of one of the more memorable seasons. I mean, this might be one of, this is top two memorable seasons. Uh, that Elite Eight run was probably top three, top four, top five as far as that's concerned. But to have a roster that's basically made up of that Elite Eight team with Kyle Davis uh, and those guys and Kendall Pollard, and then of course you get Deshaun Pierre in the mix, that was going to be the consolation prize to what was ripped from us again in the NCAA tournament being canceled due to the coronavirus. Well, the coronavirus strikes again. The tournament will not uh, be held in front of fans, and it will not be held at UD Arena as far as that's concerned. Columbus is going to be the host site now for the tournament. 24 teams, 10 days, all in one quarantine location. Um, and, of course, that was announced nationwide arena in Columbus, Ohio, And not only did they announce that it's coming back, but it's coming back here in the near future. And they're going to take advantage of, while well, baseball is being a bunch of morons, uh, <laughs> they're going to jump on the July 4th date. How about this? It's going to tip off on July 4th. Basketball returns, Nationwide Arena, Columbus, Ohio, July 4th, the basketball tournament, live basketball on ESPN. So although we don't get to see... The Dayton Flyers, or the Red Scare, I should say, in person, and we don't get to see them at UD Arena, there's still a chance you'll get to see them on ESPN, and uh, that's what's exciting about all of this. And uh, it was interesting, Dave Jablonski, the uh, Flyers beat writer for Dayton Daily News, put out a statement, or you know, tweeted out a statement uh, from UD Arena director Scott DeBolt, who was on the show uh, about a month ago. A statement from uh, Scott DeBolt says that we look forward to hosting the finals of the the tournament next year, so that answers that. So yeah. there's, you know, next year the tournament will be held at UD Arena. The change in the tournament's date and format, along with quarantine and testing protocols, made it more practical for the tournament uh, for the tournament to hold this year's event in a public facility rather than a college campus in 2020. Um, so I mean I don't know about that to be honest. I, I don't know the ins and outs of that. But if I'm Scott DeBolt, if I'm the if I'm UD Arena and the, and the staff that's involved with that arena, I don't bend over backwards to make sure protocol is met to host the tournament in front of no fans. Yeah, because if this is a rotated thing, I don't want to put all this effort into hosting it with no fans when you are known for the tremendous college basketball environment that Flyers fans provide. So I love the fact that the UD Arena had it taken from them this year. 
and I love the fact that they are going to be hosting it next year, of course, hoping that there's going to be fans in the stands for the tournament in 2020. So there's still a chance that you're going to get a chance to see a lot of the Red Scare, the Flyers, uh, you know, again, alumni team. I'm excited for that. I know everyone's excited for that. And I think that's going to give us something to really kind of be excited about here this summer. Who, you know, we're sitting here, I don't want to say who cares if baseball comes back. I know I keep saying that, but deep down, I really want baseball to come back. I want I want Reds baseball. I, don't, I, I think there's a lot of people in that boat where, I mean, I love baseball as a whole, but to me, I'm just passionate about the Reds coming back this year. A lot of expectations, a lot of excitement. I'm looking forward to that. But, man, the basketball tournament doing what baseball should have done, and that is take advantage of the of, of the sleep time right now. No, you know, there's not a whole lot going on. You know, NASCAR last night had, you know, the race in Martinsville. Ratings up 104% from the same race last year. Some of it has to do with the coronavirus and there's no live sports and there there was no, you know, 30 plus teams of baseball around the country having games going on that you could choose to watch over a boring NASCAR race. Instead, you tuned into the boring NASCAR race because of everything that's going on socially as well. The movement that Bubba Wallace has, of course, helped kind of spearhead as far as that's concerned. Uh, and then NASCAR taking a stance and saying, you know what, we are not going to allow the Confederate flag to be displayed at any point throughout any racetrack at a NASCAR event moving forward. That spiked uh, a a big conversation, some drivers even being vocal about it, and we talked about that in the first hour. But my point is, is with everything going on in the world right now, the tournament is exactly what we all need, and I'm so grateful that we live in a city that has a team that not just is going to be participating and playing in it, but it's a team that honestly has a huge emotional connection as far as it's not just a bunch of former random flyers. The main core is the team that tugged on everyone's heartstrings on that Elite Eight run from years ago. So I'm excited about that. And for me, being a Buckeye fan, honestly, uh, as much as I'm excited about the Red Scare, Carmen's crew, the defending champion from the basketball tournament last year, that's a team that a lot of people have that emotional connection with this Red Scare team for UD. I have that with this you know, Carmen's crew team because I've you know, I don't want to make it sound like I've played against those guys, but in high yeah, school, in high school, I uh, was on the bench uh, on the roster that went up against the roster in the team of a John Diebler, of an Aaron Kraft, and you know, so I, I just to be honest, you know, but no, I, I mean that that was one of my favorite college basketball teams in, in times, you know. So you got David Lighty in the mix. I remember watching him. At the Schottenstein Center in the state tournament, John Diebler. Uh, I mean, so many great players on that roster that I'm excited about. And they said they're about to announce more. They said they have a couple big names that they've yet to add. We've seen some big. Joe Johnson was added. Like mm, I saw that. I too. want Solinger. I want Solinger back, man. Get Sully out there, man. That is crazy that that Joe Johnson is going to play with the overseas elite team. The overseas elite team had won every tournament before the Buckeyes. One well, Carmen's crew had won uh, this past season, so they have loaded up big time. Like they got a former NBA All Star on their roster. I so Joe, you better buckle up, man, because he's gonna get buckets. So, but I'm here for it, man. I'm here for it all, man. I I love the tournament. It gives you that college basketball atmosphere. You get to see familiar faces. You get to see guys that, that didn't make it to the NBA, that played overseas, that come back. And then you see guys that kind of flamed out in the NBA, had short tenures in the NBA. But it's all about seeing them wear those school colors again. And they're competing for a million dollars, man. And they're in Columbus. Two. They're gonna, oh, it's two million? I thought it was two million. I think it's two million. 
Either way, million, two million, <laughs> that's a lot of dough. You're right. I think it is a million. I, I don't know why I thought it was two million. Either I way. I thought it was two million last year. I think it's a million this year. So it's Either a million way. this year. Either it's way. It's probably less this year because, you know, obviously you're not getting the ticket sales and everything else that goes into that. Um, but this is fantastic. I, I love this. I love this even when sports is going on. I mean, even when you have... When you there is baseball to pick from, potential NBA finals playoffs to pick from, which usually there isn't because it's later in the summer. They moved this up technically. This is being moved up. So and, and they're smart about it, but they do a great job. The Elam ending is one of the most exciting finishes to any basketball competition out there. So um and by the way, as exciting as the Elam ending is, Kev, I don't want it in college. I don't mm-hmm. want it in the NBA. It's one of those that I know it's a better alternative to how basketball games are finished. But I don't want the college game messed with. I don't want the NBA messed with. Use it for your all-star games. Um, use it in the NIT. And by the way, don't be surprised if they use it for you know some of these stupid like CBI tournaments and stuff. Don't use it in the NIT. I actually like the NIT. Do not do that to the NIT. Um, but just leave it alone. Like I think you can really like something. And know that, yeah, maybe the way that college and NBA finishes basketball games, it's not the most ideal, but there's nothing wrong with it. That's not why people aren't tuning into basketball games if they aren't tuning into basketball games. So I love the Elam ending. It is exciting. You can't deny that. Uh, And you're going to get to see that coming up here in the tournament. So July 4th uh, at Nationwide Arena. Good seats are available. No seats are technically available. So there you go. No, no, the best seat in the house is available at your house. There you go. All right, everybody, that wraps it up for hour number two. We'll pick up with some of this uh, on the other side because I want to get into Jay Billis is very concerned that college basketball, could we go two years in a row without the NCAA tournament? Two years. Jay Billis is a little, he's not as optimistic, just put it that way. We'll discuss next. That people have assigned to racing and its fans. I live the majority of my adult life in the South. I've heard all the debates about the flag. ESPN NASCAR reporter Ryan McGee came on my show to talk about the debates and said it brilliantly. If the Confederate flag belongs anywhere, it's in a museum where it can be hung with context, allowing people to know what it has meant to one culture and the incredible pain it signifies to another. legal help? This we is can help. Issue. Hi, this is Mike Foley, your Montgomery County Clerk of Courts. Have you heard about our new help center? It's located at the Montgomery County Courthouse, providing legal information and forms. And we also share pro programs and resources that may be available to you. Let us help you navigate the court system. Visit us online at courthouse2u.com for more info. Here at AutoZone, we're all about helping you get what you need to keep life moving. Like for that next oil change. Right now, you can get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum full synthetic motor oil, an STP extended life oil filter, and a Monster Energy drink, all for just $33.99. And if you need something fast, you can get it fast your way. Whether it's next day delivery or free same day pickup, in store or curbside, the choice is yours. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Restrictions and details at AutoZone.com. Back to work at that J-O-B, the one you realized isn't for you? Well, that's if you're lucky, right? Make your move. You can start a new life as an IT pro in as little as four months from the comfort of your own home, even if you have zero computer experience. Take control of your future now. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. Live online classes meet just twice a week. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. ES Dayton Fan Hotline. It could be a routine drive to pick up the kids after school or an epic road trip across the country. No matter where your travels take you, we know those miles count. We're Marathon. We have over 5,700 stations across our great nation. 
Our people are working hard every day to provide you with quality top-tier gasoline to improve engine performance and fuel your life. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. Capital One knows life doesn't alert you about your credit card. Hey, Couch Surfers, we've got nonstop tunes to keep you rocking while you work. Oh, and Colleen, yes, you Colleen with a K. Your free trial of Movie Plus ends tomorrow and your card may be charged. Do you want to continue or cancel? So meet Eno, the Capital One assistant. Eno looks out for surprise charges, like when free trials expire, and helps if you need to fix them. Eno, another way Capital One is watching out for your money when you're not. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Limitations apply. If you're driving less, you could be saving more on car insurance. Save money with pay-per-mile insurance from Allstate. Call a local Allstate agent and get a quote. Whether you're at home, at work, or in your car, tune in to ESPN 1410 Wing AM or stream us live at wingam.com. W-I-N-G 1410 Dayton. Dayton's ESPN Radio. It's the Justin Kinner Show, live here on ESPN Dayton, 1410 Wing AM. Tweet the show at 1410 Kinner or give us a call at 457-9464. We now send you to the Wing Studios in Kettering. Here's your host, Justin Kinner. ESPN Dayton's fan hotline. Save it in your phones. 210-9676. And a 937 in front of that. 937-210-9676. want to save that number. That's a great way to be able to call the show 24 hours a day. We're only on from 3 to 6, but you could still call the show 24 hours a day. Anything you want to leave, leave a voicemail. When you call, you'll be directed to leave a voicemail. But the best part is you could text the show. Text the show any time of the day. The big game's on. Comments about the game. Text the show, and we'll interact throughout the show. So take advantage of that. Again, one more time, the ESPN Dayton fan hotline, 210-9676. You also want to save that number because when the time comes... When it comes to starting to give away tickets again to events, whenever that time comes, uh, that's going to be the that's going to be the one thing that you're going to want to have in your phone is that number, as all ticket contests will be done through the ESPN Dayton fan hotline. So again, one more time, save it in your phone nine three seven two nine three seven two one zero nine six seven six ninety six seventy six two one zero ninety six seventy six. Save the number, text the show. You can also call in and leave a message. We'll air your messages during uh, the show. It's pretty much the same thing for those of you who used to have the fourteen ten ESPN Radio app, the talkback feature. It's the same thing. So you just call that number. And you'll instantly be leaving a voicemail, and uh, we'll be able to carry it on the show. So make sure you do that, take advantage of that, and have some fun as far as that's concerned. Jay Billis, not real thrilled, not real optimistic about college basketball season coming up. Uh, Basically, just to kind of paraphrase, so much effort and time is being put into the college football season. That is the number one concern for all of college athletics. The number one concern is not making sure that there is a volleyball season. No one cares about, you know, anything else other than football. If basketball doesn't happen, it's unfortunate, but it's not the end of the world in the eyes of the NCAA. That is their second moneymaker, but it is not their priority as far as this is concerned. College football is the number one priority. If they can get a college football season in without any other sport happening, 
That's considered a win, considering all the unknowns as far as the coronavirus is concerned. Now, there will be a college basketball season in some capacity. I still question whether or not putting a season on with no fans is even worth it as far as that goes. Because if a college football season is not worth putting on in front of no fans, then why is college basketball? Like, you got to ask yourself that question. Is it even worth it? I think what's going to help college basketball is the fact that you are going to get to see the tournament here in a few weeks. And what I mean by that is you're going to get to see the tournament. You're going to get to see a, you know, basketball um, during a time where many are questioning, you know, when's the next inside sporting event going to be? Well, we just answered that the tournament. I think if the tournament goes well and there's not rampant spreading of the coronavirus, if college football is rolling, they'll be okay. But the problem is, is that expected second wave of the coronavirus, that's where many are concerned. There is talks right now, according to Jay Billis in this report, stating that there is a secondary plan that the goal is to at least have students in in, in the classroom for the fall semester. And they are prepared and will be fully prepared to go online only for the second semester. And if that happens, that screams, hey, we put everyone's health at risk. I'm no longer, you know, it's it's health. Everyone's putting their health, they're putting everyone's health at risk to get students on campus to justify carrying college football. Folks, I love Ohio State. I love college football. And man, I'll be so pissed if it's not on my tube come Saturdays this fall. But if I'm a student, and I find out that the NCAA has worked this hard to get college football out there, but not college basketball or anything else. Was this ever about academics? No. Like, that's my concern about all of this. Is as a student, I mean, I'm freshly removed from college by a couple years, okay? I graduated a few years ago. I loved college. I loved everything about college. It was the time of my life. Better than the time I'm having right now, right? No, I'm just joking. I actually love my job, so I'm really not too miserable, to be honest with you. There's worse things you could be doing um, as far as that's concerned. So, no, like, I'm a few years removed from college, and I would be pissed if I was a pawn in a scheme to get college football to happen. And what I mean by that is I went to a school that doesn't have college football, obviously, in Wright State. And, you know, we don't have college football here in this city. I mean, like, high-level Division One college football. Shout-out to the Dayton Flyers, though, because don't tell them that. They're putting guys in the NFL. Adam Troutman, freaking beast, man. <laughs> like so, But you see my point, folks. I'm talking about we don't have a college in this city that has a football program that's a big-time money generator. I think that's easy to say. I don't think anyone needs to get offended by that. Um, Ohio State, Alabama, you know, it doesn't even matter. Not, it doesn't even have to be the high of the high schools, the high powers. Um, it's a situation where... They are going to put students on campus so they could justify having college football, and then they're going to have no students on campus in the in the winter because oh well, who cares now? Because we got our college football season in. That's the that's the op, that that's what we call it, the optics. Like that's what it looks like. They could justify and say, well, we weren't worried about the second wave in the fall. It was the winter that we're worried about and flu season and everything along those lines, possibly. But, man, that, that is my big concern that I have as far as college basketball is, is concerned. Yesterday we talked about it. I said I have a hard time believing that if the NFL uh, in college football is going to be packing the stands with fans, I have a hard time believing um, that college basketball won't have fans in the stands. Jay Wright, head coach of Villanova, said that there will be no fans in the stands. That as of right now, he does not believe it. If everything he's hearing, that there that he feels there will be no fans in the stands this college basketball season. I thought he was being dramatic. I didn't really, you know, I argued that yesterday. I said, listen, 
I don't expect here. I don't expect here in the city to attend a Dayton Flyers game with thirteen thousand fans in attendance. But I would expect you know some kind of you know limited capacity. I expect some kind of fanfare filling up UD Arena this this uh, obviously winter. But now that's even questionable according to Jay Billis and others. And, you know, I find myself doing the the fan thing where I get angry and say, oh, my goodness, I'm so sick of him just being dramatic. Jay Billis is just being dramatic. Jay Billis is not being dramatic. If anything, Jay Billis would be doing what all the college football analysts are doing, and they're trying to be overly optimistic because that's what they really want to happen. Jay Billis has never been the kind to tell you what you want to hear. He's telling you what he truly believes, and he's basing it off of guys that he has spoken to. Um, so that that's where I'm like, okay, when Jay Billis is saying those things, that's where I'm concerned. And I think if you poll a lot of people, if you say, okay, if you... You know, if you're guaranteed college football season, but that means no college basketball season, you would accept that. Trust me, I think 90% of fans would say, I'll take college football over college basketball any day. Run that poll through this city, though. Run that poll through this city. I think you'll get a different percentage as far as that's concerned. 457-9464. If you want to call in and jump in on the conversation, you can also leave a message on the ESPN Dayton fan hotline at 210-9676. You can text the ESPN Dayton fan line 210-9676. More of the Justin Kinner Show when we come back. Don't go anywhere. ESPN 1410 Wing AM Weather. Sunny skies this afternoon with a high of 80 degrees. Tonight, clear skies down to a low of 58. And tomorrow, more sunshine with a high of 84. I'm Leanna Ray for 1410 ESPN Radio. Weather brought to you by Cullet Seal Coating. Protecting the asphalt surfaces around your home, office, or commercial property. Crack filling, asphalt sealing, and parking lot striping. Find us at CulletSealCoating.com. The big building supply and home improvement auction is at the Allen County Fairgrounds in Lima, Ohio this Thursday, and it's all online bidding. Go to pbauctions.com and register to bid on kitchen cabinets, flooring, doors, decking, siding, tools, hardware, and more. It's all going to be sold in our online auction ending Thursday at 4 p.m. Go to pbauctions.com to register and get preview times. So we'll see you this Thursday at 4 p.m. online at pbauctions.com for the big building supply. Auction. Meadowbrook at Clayton Golf Course is open for play. As of May 1st, you can play at Meadowbrook during normal golfing hours every day. With respect to social distancing and COVID-19, Meadowbrook has listed some restrictions on our website. Please check them before playing. We are also offering discounted spring rates. And if you're interested in an annual pass, we've created substantial discounts there as well. It's time to play golf at Meadowbrook at Clayton. Get your friends together, call ahead and book a tee time, and come out and play. See you soon at Meadowbrook. Have you been seeking a final resting place for your loved one's cremated remains? Are you tired of endlessly searching to find a permanent home for a family member that gives you peace of mind, offers more security than the mantle, and doesn't cost thousands of dollars? This is Mark Davis from Date Memorial Park Cemetery, located at 8135 North Dixie Drive. We are pleased to announce a new product that offers families the opportunity to give their loved ones a permanent, serene, final resting place for as little as $300. Call us today at 937 890 These are the sounds of children playing and families laughing. But these sounds were cut short. Cut short because Ohio doesn't require gates and lights at every railroad crossing. Crossbucks and stop signs? (laughs) Really? Crossbucks and stop signs just aren't enough. But you can help. Report unsafe railroad crossings at angelsontrack.org. Because bad crossings kill good drivers. Sponsored by Angels on Track Air by OAB and this station.
And now a game of Commercial Chicken, brought to you by Progressive, where we see how long Flo can go without talking about insurance. Ready? Go. Oh, hi. Um, okay. Guess we should talk about something. Kind of tough to be put on the spot. Not sure what to say. But I know what I'm definitely not talking about. Drivers who switch to Progressive can save big. Okay, you win. We can't help but save customers money. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. I've always wanted to learn another language, so I decided to give Babbel a try, and I really like the teaching method of the app. I started with the beginner lesson on Babbel, and soon you're putting words into a conversation. Each lesson takes about 10 to 15 minutes, and they're all really different, which keeps things interesting. I can't wait to use my Spanish skills in real life. Dos cervezas, por favor. <laughs> Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com or download the Babbel app. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Here at AutoZone, we're all about helping you get what you need to keep life moving. Like for that next oil change. Right now, you can get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic Motor Oil, an STP Extended Life Oil Filter, and a Monster Energy Drink, all for just $33.99. And if you need something fast, you can get it fast your way. Whether it's next-day delivery or free same-day pickup, in-store or curbside, the choice is yours. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Restrictions and details at AutoZone.com. Back to work at that J-O-P, the one you realized isn't for you? Well, that's if you're lucky, right? Make your move. You can start a new life as an IT pro in as little as four months from the comfort of your own home, even if you have zero computer experience. Take control of your future now. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. Live online classes meet just twice a week. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. If you're driving less, you could be saving more on car insurance. Save money with pay-per-mile insurance from Allstate. Call a local Allstate agent and get a quote. All sports, all the time. This is 1410 ESPN Radio. Now, back to the Justin Kinner Show, right here on ESPN Date, 1410 Wing AM. Justin Kinner back with you here on 1410 ESPN Radio. It's the Justin Kinner Show. 457-9464. That's the number to call in and join in on the conversation. You can also take advantage of the ESPN Dayton fan hotline. And, of course, we were talking now about Jay Billis being concerned about the college basketball season. I'm not going to lie to you. I've, I haven't been concerned about college basketball because the, the positivity of the college football, the momentum of the college football season picking up, folks. I just kind of put basketball under that umbrella, I guess. Like, that's the mistake I made. So, like, the more we were getting excited for college football, the more I just assumed, well, if there's college football, that means we're good for everything, right? Like, I made that mistake. Um, I've, you know, it, Jay Wright's comments yesterday kind of caught me off guard a little bit. Like, when he said that, look, there will be no fans in the stands in the upcoming season, that he does not believe that that's going to be the case. I was like, oh, come on, man, you're, that, that, you're being dramatic. We're still on that? There's going to be twenty to 50,000 fans at the shoe for, for Ohio State football. You mean to tell me there's going to be no fans in the stands at basketball games? Well, it's, after hearing Jay Billis' comments earlier today, yeah, it kind of feels that way. And again, there's no official report. There's nothing to hear locally. And I said, if you put out a poll of, which, if you could have college football season and no college basketball, or college basketball, no college football, which would you pick? And I know that sounds like a dumb question. I think that the majority of people would pick college football, but I would think that in this area, you would get a different response. 
Well, again, through the reaction on the ESPN Dayton Fan Hotline. ESPN Dayton Fan Hotline. We got a text that says you might get a different answer to that question from a lot of fans. Kentucky, North Carolina, Puke. Uh, I think it was supposed to be Duke, but I think they purposely misspelled Duke to Puke on purpose. Uh, but I see what they did there. Kansas. That's a good, you know, that's a good point. You pull those fans in those, you know, markets right there. Maybe, you know, I, I don't think anyone wants to watch Kansas football over Kansas basketball. No one is standing in line to watch Duke football over Duke basketball. Um, and the same thing goes for North Carolina. Although, I gotta say, that Mac Brown has done one kick-ass job to where I'm semi-tempted to, after if, if North Carolina pulls a stunt like they did last year in basketball, I'll follow the Mac Brown train, man. I'm all about the Mac Brown and what he's doing there. But 457-946 um, is the number to call in. And again, the ESPN Dayton Fan Hotline, 937-210-9676. Uh, you can text your comments into the show. For those of you tuning in, we got a new texting line we got a new voicemail line that you can again leave your comments into the show without having to wait in line to call in or to be you know to go back and forth from the show there's more than one way and of course twitter at 1410 kenner and at espn dayton one more time save this number on your phone 210-9676 uh will allen former buckeye we caught up with him recently as some of you have heard the interview and watched it on 1410 wing live which by the way tomorrow 12.30, Bronson Arroyo, former Cincinnati Reds. Make sure you follow the station Facebook page because Bronson Arroyo will be joining me on 1410 Wing Live. Uh, and I'm looking forward to talking with him about his thoughts on the ongoing negotiations between the Players Association and the league. So I'm looking forward to that. So make sure you're following along on Facebook and follow me on Twitter at 1410 Kenner so that you can tune into that conversation with Bronson Arroyo tomorrow, 12.30. So Will Allen, we caught up with him on 1410 Wing Live, and uh, we caught up with him on the night that they were re- that they were replaying the 2002 national championship game between Ohio State and Miami. We discussed the memory of of his interception against Michigan that put Ohio State in the national championship game. Uh, we talked about the national championship game itself, the win over Miami, the you know putting an end to that win streak, putting you know putting an end to what many viewed as one of the best college football teams of all time. Uh, so it was a fun conversation. We even discussed his time with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was a part of that defense. He was a part of that that roster uh, that went up against the Cincinnati Bengals in 2015. Remember that crazy finish uh, to that 2015 playoff game, the last time the Bengals were in the playoffs? He gives you an in-detailed uh, breakdown of what exactly went on from a player's perspective on the field. Here's Will Allen. Will, welcome in, man. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Uh, thanks for having me, and it's cool that we can do this virtually and share it with the world, man. I appreciate it. Uh, let's start with your high school career. We'll get into the national championship game. Uh, looking back at that coming up uh, here in a little bit, uh, but how often do you get back to the area? Do you, you know, I saw you at the Wayne game earlier this past season. How many games do you get back to often? You know, since I retired, I've, I've been trying to get back to uh, Wayne. Uh, but it's, it's just been tough. Uh, my last season was 2015, but I just tried to play in 2016, so I didn't go to any games. 2017, um, I didn't make it to any. So last year in 2019 was really just my my first time, you know, being back uh, during the season when I played. I couldn't make it. But, uh, you know, to, to be able to go back and, you know, be a part of it, and it was, it was a Hall of Fame day, so I was really, really excited about that. Because I couldn't even go to my own Hall of Fame inception because I was preparing for a game. So, uh, you know, to be back, uh, you know, to experience that uh, is amazing. 
you know, you talk to other former Buckeyes, but former local guys too, like Landers. How often do you get to stay in touch with some of the, the top athletes from the Dayton area? Uh, we talk a little bit, you know, and we, we uh, those guys are around. I'm available always through all social media platforms or if they have my cell number, they can always reach out. But uh, I'm excited for everybody from the Dayton area that comes out because it's just sports are a big, big deal in the Dayton area, Montgomery County area. And uh, I grew up watching and hearing about all the wonderful athletes and it was inspiring, you know, and, you know, I, I wanted to be like that or I wanted to aspire to do better. So, uh, you know, any way I can get back and to inspire uh, the young athletes, whether in high school now, whether they're college going to pros or even in pros now, uh, love to. With everything going on right now with COVID-19, obviously the NFL, uh, everything is going on as planned. We're expected to start the season on time. But can you imagine uh, what the NFL players are, are going through right now as far as just trying to prep? I mean, we act like, you know, the first time you guys step foot out on the field to prep for the season is when training camp starts. That's not the case. How difficult do you think it is right now for NFL players who are trying to train and get in shape and get prepared for the upcoming season uh, with so many, you know, so many obstacles in the way right now? I'm not quite sure if it's overly difficult. I think it's more difficult for rookies. It's their first experience uh, trying to understand they're not around team. They're by themselves. They're working at a, trying to find a facility to work with. Uh, the teams are giving them equipment. Um, and they're just got like, you got to figure it out. You got to listen to the strength, strength and conditioning coach who's going to train you. It's a very different remote type of learning. Um, you know, for so as a rookie, it can be very, very tough. And it can be very, very challenging. Um, because you're eager, you want to be on the field. Like right now, we will be having OTA practices. So they would get those reps, getting their legs tired, you know, running all around the field, learning the defense or learning the offense. Uh, and then, you know, so, but they don't get that opportunity right now. So it's hard to evaluate. It's hard to see what you, what you really got. Uh, but for me, you know, I love working remote anyway. Like I worked out on my own, have my own trainer. Um, and, I, you know, I did that every offseason I could. Um, just because I like the training and I wanted to push myself. And I like working out with other athletes from other teams. You know, uh, that was always a fun experience for me. So it wasn't a problem for me then, so I don't think it will be a problem for me now. Um, but I think it, it will be tough for the rookies. What about as far as college is concerned? Uh, I mean, you, when you played at Ohio State, imagine the, the training that you were going through during this time of the season now. Uh, at what point, how far into the summer can we go without official team meetings out on the field before that could potentially have an impact, especially from a strength and conditioning standpoint? You know, um, college is tough, you know, because it's all about the team. It's all about coming together and, you know, guys working together, all 100 men there, whether you're on scholarship or non-scholarship. So uh, it's, it's hard. I think colleges need to, uh, you know, come up with a, a really unique system um, with, with these young players because at, seven, at 18, 19, 20 years old, you really don't know what the best maneuver is to train on, your, on yourself. So I'm pretty sure they're taking a page out of the NFL's playbook and, you know, having, you know, the position coaches or strength and conditioning coach have workout plans with everybody at the same time. Uh, you know, they have the resources and th those colleges that don't have the resources to do it. They, they, they're, they're probably a little bit more challenging and trying to figure out the best way to keep strength and conditioning a focus in this offseason. But um, I hear the NCAA is opening up June 8th uh, and allowing allow colleges, basketball and football to have summer workouts voluntary. So 
we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully it can help out. I mean, I mean, things are looking positive, I believe, um, in certain regions of the country and certain areas of the world. So um, let, let's hope uh, it gets better quicker. What, what was this? Voluntary. What, what do you mean voluntary? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you your know ass better that, be there. <laughs> you, you know what that means. Uh, you know, we had a saying in the NFL uh, that, you know, is 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 voluntary yet mandatory workouts in the summer, mm-hmm. right? During OTAs, you didn't you didn't have to be there, but you should be there because everybody else is there, and it's a good team bonding. Well, some people didn't show up, some people did, you know. So that's why I say voluntary. <laughs> Absolutely. Now it's interesting if you're mentally preparing to play in the season that uh, there's so many question marks as far as you know what COVID nineteen brings to the table. Can you imagine? I mean, you've played in some fantastic atmospheres. You've played in the championship game in college. You've played in, in many big games in the NFL. You're used to playing in front of big crowds. Can you mentally process what twenty thousand fans in the shoe would look like for a game? Ohio State, Michigan at the shoe in front of twenty thousand fans, even fifty thousand fans. Can you imagine just how much that you know, having the less fans there would impact the game. I don't really think it'd impact the game. Uh, you know, guys just, you know, they think about how many players, how many, how many uh, fans did you have at your high school game? Probably not a thousand, probably not 5,000. Uh, you know, we would have five and 10,000 at our games uh, when we were in high school. So I, I think, I think uh, high school college players will just be satisfied with the ability to play the game they love. Uh, compete against another team and to uh, have fans just rooting them on. My main concern is not about the the, the amount of fans, but how do you know if somebody on the team uh, is asymptomatic or somebody on an opposing team is asymptomatic because there's a lot of sweat, a lot of liquid, um, and just a lot of different fluids that are exchanged uh, in the course of a game that, you know, per, 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 could be hazardous you know to a degree so that is going to be the biggest challenge i believe is feeling safe to play the game and being confident and just going out there and doing what you love former buckeye uh, will allen with us here on 1410 wing live presented by arrowhead tax service good enough to join us here this afternoon um so tonight they're going to air the replay of the, the national championship game between miami and ohio state and uh, obviously you've accomplished so much in your career at every level high school college uh in the nfl but looking back is that the is that the top memory you have throughout your football career no it's one of them though because i didn't win a championship uh on a on a professional level uh, so winning a championship was unbelievable. Uh, you know, it was an unbelievable experience, and to share that with those men, uh, you know, and to have the and have to to be a part of it is just you just you can't put words to it, honestly. Uh, but I would say, you know, I don't know. You know, Bill Miles just passed away a couple of weeks ago. He was a great Ohio State coach, a great mentor to a lot of coaches and a lot of players. Uh, and we love Bill Miles so much and his family. Sweet soul, sweet man. Uh, but I remember after that play, I mean, I made the interception in the Michigan game to take us mm-hmm. to go to the national championship game. And he walked up to me um, maybe like a week later or sometime and said, we'll, we'll never forget that play. Uh, that's one of the biggest plays in college football history, one of the biggest plays in Ohio State and Michigan history. And you'll forever be in our history books. Uh, you know, he just thanked me for being disciplined, being humble, uh, and and really, um, and I thanked him 
for recognizing that and saying that to me um, because, I, you know, he didn't have to. And it would just meant the world that here's this guy, this this mystic, this this Buckeye Lord, this coach who coached Woody Hayes and coached all these great players, been a part of the program for 40 years. Um, and he comes to me and says that because he's seen a lot of football, a lot of snaps. So I would say to me, that is my probably most memorable play ever uh, because of the magnitude, how many people impacted, um, and also – I would have never dreamt or imagined being in that position in my life to win the game against the, your rival and to, to go to the national championship, have an undefeated regular season. You know, you can't, you can't write a better storybook. Yeah, we've seen so many different ways where an Ohio State season has led to a championship. I mean, you look at this past season, obviously getting knocked out in the Fiesta Bowl against Clemson, but literally dominating in every game. I mean, blowing every opponent out and, you know, getting knocked out in the playoff for you. You guys were in so many tight games that season. There were so many times where it came down to the final play, the final seconds. You could have easily, just as easily not been in the championship game as easily as you wanted. I mean, that season was just one thriller after another. I mean, again, the championship game has to be your favorite, but even the Michigan game, as you just mentioned, the interception there at the end, you guys were definitely battle-tested heading into a matchup that really you guys were pretty big underdogs heading in. They had won 30, 35 games in a row. Um you know, national champs the previous year, had, you know, drafted some 30, 40 players or something crazy like that. Um, and, you know, we weren't intimidated, though, you know. So those memories and to be able to, you know, again, to go back and we're going to watch it tonight, I'll be tweeting. I'll be talking about, you know, what we felt, what I felt, and some of these great moments. Uh, again, man, it, it was just – those moments and times we bonded together and those close games that we had during the year, it helped us to that moment. It helped prepare us. It helped build our confidence. It helped build our team team unity um, in each other and trust more than anything. We trust each other. We never doubted, no matter if the offense is playing bad, defense is playing bad. Like Everybody was like, oh, we can win these games. Like we're, we never panicked in adversity. We never panicked and um, when, opportunities, when opportunities came our way. Uh, you know, Illinois game, we're down to the wire. I mean, we're, we're you know, yeah, we're on the, they're on the two-yard line trying to pass it in. And, like, Tim Anderson makes a great play. And, like, we get a couple pass breakups to game before. And, like, Cincinnati game where I just so happened to get the interception. But the wide receivers dropped the ball two plays before that and could have scored. Um, you know, it's just so many. Purdue game, you know, they were, you know, you had Kyle Orton who was an NFL quarterback and uh, starred a team. And uh, those were just tough, tough battles, man. And people – looked at the Big Ten as if it was a sucky league or, you know, it wasn't that much talent. But, you know, you had guys who had grit. You got you had teams that were going to fight, great coaches um, and well, well-coached teams. Uh, you had to come prepare every week. Um, so, you know, I think our coaches just prepared us for the national championship. Those moments each season, I mean, during the season, prepared us to where we were confident and we knew we could, we knew we could beat Miami. What was Coach Tressel's message to you guys, I mean, even at halftime? I mean, you know that your underdog's heading in. I mean, Miami's getting all the pub. They're getting all the hype. I mean, what was Tressel's message for you guys heading into that game? And do you remember some of the halftime conversations? I mean, coming out, I mean, you know you're coming out at halftime. You know everything's on the line, you know, this half. And, you know, you had an overtime on the line. Just what are what were those memories like from halftime? What was the message from Coach Tressel? You know, I think we had the lead at the time, uh, at halftime, if I'm not mistaken. And 
you know, we were excited. You know, we were tired. You know, just to be honest, it was it was a lot of energy being exerted, and I don't think we've ever had that type of intensity. You know, um, you can't simulate that type of uh, intensity. So, at halftime, it was like, hey, listen, man, we got one more half of football. We'll be national champions, and everybody just looked at each other. And was like, let's go get this game. You know, he didn't say much. The defensive coaches didn't say much. Hey, guys, we're playing fine. You know, be ready for big plays. You know, they just was prepping us for what's to come. Uh, And went over a few, uh, just a few uh, plays that they like to get them going, coming out to half. But our coaches were confident. uh, And it was just, let's go win this game. We got this. You guys are ahead. And, you know, that gave us even more confidence. But really was looking at my brother's eye, looking at Donnie Nicky's eye, looking in. Uh, Mike Dawson's eye, looking at Chris Gamble's eye, Will Smith, uh, Darian Scott, like, look, you know, looking at uh, Marsh Corrette's eyes and Craig Krenzel's, you know, and Alex Sabanovich, all these guys I play with and just like, we got this. Let's go do this. You know, and we made our minds up and it was a just just a electrifying moment in time. Yeah, as a fan, that was my very first as a fan, that was my very first championship game I remember watching uh, for, you know, in college football. And then watching with Ohio State in there, I just remember jumping up and down and screaming. I mean, that was the most exciting game. And still all these years later, I mean, the excitement I have to watch a game I already know the outcome for later tonight, it's it's going to be fantastic. You got to play in it. You got to live it. You had a fantastic career. That's going to be special. Now, you said you're going to be live tweeting and, and, and working the game tonight or working the broadcast, I should say. Well, I'm just going to be live tweeting, you know, um, you know, it's it's going to be a great series, great commentary by a bunch of great Buckeyes. I played in the game. Like I said, I mean, I'm just so blessed and thankful that I was in that moment, in that time on that team. Uh, You know, God is really good, you know, even in the midst of COVID. So, uh, you know, to be able to talk about this moment, to share this moment with the world, I mean, I mean, we just got done watching the last dance, so I'm yeah. we're up next. So, uh, and then we watched Tiger and Phil on Sunday, so it's like we're up next, right? And I'm I'm just excited about that we get the opportunity to share our story with the world. Will Allen with us here. Will, before we let you go, real quick, just to kind of touch on your pro career. I mean, you had such a successful pro career as well. I mean, ten plus years in the league. Uh, you know, played for you know, drafted by the Bucks, had a good run there. Cowboys for a cup of coffee, and then obviously the Pittsburgh Steelers. I have to bring this game up now. I'm a Browns fan, so I wanted to tell you that at the end of the interview, not at the beginning. Uh, so, me being a Browns fan, my favorite game is that obviously that Cincinnati Bengals Pittsburgh playoff game in 2015. So, what can you tell me about that game that you look back to and that crazy? Uh, finish that as a Browns fan I loved every bit of it to be honest with you um what can I tell you about that that game was crazy um and we were up 15-0 and thought we were this game was over and somehow some way they just start inching and coming back um you know when Antonio got hurt we you know and they start putting some more pressure on Ben um we needed a we needed a we and then uh the running game slowed down because um uh, D'Angelo Williams got hurt too, so that really uh, hurt our offense and the defense. We just we just kept punting and just had to be out there and make stops and create stops and create stops. And um, you know, one time they they got a big play. Um, I, I got a pass breakup. They called pass interference on the two yard line. They went in to score. Then we got a turnover, sack, fumble. They went in on like the twenty yard line. They went in and scored again. Uh, so that that got the game close, and they kicked a field goal or something. Um, so it was like fifteen, seventeen, you know, and just like that. So you know, it just 
you know, you go 15 nothing at halftime or 15-3 at halftime and you think we got this game won, but it was raining, it was cold, then it rain would stop. Then it was raining, then it was cold, then the rain would stop. And it just kept doing that. So we won these weird games, uh, one of these brutal AFC North games, again, in the playoffs that we were prepared for. But it was such a fun game. Uh, it sucked what happened with A.B., uh, it sucked what happened, um, you know, just the, the melee that happened on the field and all the drama that, that you love in sports. Where <laughs> we had it, man. The last second field goal, you know, Boz kicking that last second field goal, Ben marching our team down, coming out the, coming out the locker room after being somewhat injured. You know, again, these are these are classic, you know, AFC North battle Steelers, Steelers and Bengals football games, you know, so it was awesome. That sequence down the stretch, I mean, still Bengals fans have not recovered from it. The Bengals have not recovered from it. They have new life now with Joe Burrow taking him at number one overall uh, in the draft. But what in the world, like, even you as a player have to be sitting there scratching your head saying, what in the world just happened? Because everyone thought the Bengals had that game. I mean, everybody, even the Bengals with all the stuff they've been through, felt they finally were able to, you know, get that off their back. And then, well, that happens. <laughs> let, me give you, let me give you the insight, right? Let me give you the true insight on this. Um, it's the last second to last series of the game we're on defense and they have the ball less than a minute left in the game I'm like man they gonna run the ball and we're stopping them for running the ball they go for it on fourth down and get it we're like wow like alright then they get, they're marching down the field again like at any time they could have kicked a field goal right and if they would have had they would have been up we'd have to score a touchdown anyway we'd have to score a touchdown to win because um, they would have been up by five. They decided, like, they had, I knew the running play that was coming. We in the huddle with the guys. Everybody like, one more play, one more play. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to be honest, I said, if they just kneel, it's over. Like, they could just kneel, guys. Like, we can't stop them. We have, we're, you know, we're out, we got, like, one timeout left. We're not going to use it. I was like, and Shazier said to me, I'm going to make a play. Now, like, Ryan Shazier yeah. was like was said to me, I'm gonna make the play. And I said, let's do it. I said, you I said, Shay, I said, I gotta take these guys out, man. You gotta make the play. <laughs> um because I knew they were gonna run the ball. And I thought that, you know, as they, as we were getting lined up, as we were approaching the line of scrimmage, I said, Shay, I gotta take these guys out, man. You gotta make the play. That's exactly what I said. He told me in a huddle, I'm gonna make the play. And they run the ball, and I take out two linemen. Uh, they come around with uh, the guy running back from LSU. I can't remember his name. And he breaks a tackle. And he, he, the minute he broke the tackle, he should have just went down. But he got greedy. And he thought he could score. And here comes Ryan Shazier out of, out of the screen, running fast, comes and rips the balls out of his hand because the dude doesn't want to get down. And we pick up the ball, and Ben goes to work and takes the team all the way down and field, field goal position. We had that, we had that, you know, that little melee that happened. Um, but that put us in a better position to kick the field goal. Um, but if the running back would have just fell down, the game's over. Yeah, and Jeremy Ryan Hill. Shazier, yeah, Jeremy Hill. But Ryan Shazier, you know, he, he willed himself and said, I'm going to make the play. That's exactly what he did. All right, well, great stuff. Will Allen, again, former Buckeye, you know, plays high school uh, days here at Wayne, here in the Dayton area. Former Buckeye, of course, we're going to watch the national championship game from 2002 here tonight, Ohio State versus Miami. Talked a little about your pro career. As we send you out, tell us a little bit about your foundation and how people can get involved and help. 
Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I started the Will Allen Foundation in 2008 to help um, people, high school students, and communities, you know, with with uh, access and access to resources they may not have. So we started off, you know, wanting to help high school students prepare for life after high school, workforce development, career development, college readiness, uh, life skills, you know, um, you know, and how to prepare for that. So, and now we do everything from robotics, film, and artificial intelligence um, trainings to help our students students prepare for. Uh, you know, 21st century jobs. I mean, whether you're in, uh, you know, broadcast media, whether you're uh, in technology or you work at a bank uh, or you work in construction, technology is embedded in everything we do. And you have to learn how to adapt to it and utilize it or build the technology. Right. Um, So, you know, uh, we want to make sure that students who don't have access to these opportunities that we can provide these tools and resources best best-in-class curriculum to help people uh, just be prepared, right? We see all the technology has been used during this COVID and this this crisis. It's, mm-hmm. That's going to continue. People are going to find ways to, to create great products through technology to make our lives better and easier. And um, jobs today would not be the same 10 years from now. So if I'm working with a 15-year-old, like they can be the next builder of X, Y, and Z, the next builder of Zoom, the next builder of, you know, StreamYard, whatever it may be, they can do that or work for StreamYard to help enable our, our lives to be better. Um, and that's how they think. So, you know, we want to provide, again, resources to people who don't have them, you know, whatever it may be. Like today, we're going down to some of the um, some some of the more vulnerable areas in, um, in, um, in Pittsburgh. And we're going to be passing out masks to people who don't have masks or don't have access to masks. Uh, we're going to do the same thing in Columbus tomorrow and um, hopefully Dayton in the next coming weeks. So, uh, you know, we're just about, again, providing resources and tools for people. Um, you can go to willislandfoundation.com, go to the donate page, make a donation, help us out, help us continue our work. Um, and, uh, again, we're, you know, we just love it and we, we enjoy it. All right, well, great stuff. I always love hearing that. Uh, I mean, obviously, so many great athletes have come out of the Dayton area, but I love hearing about the things that you former athletes are doing to help give back, not just to this community, uh, but to surrounding communities as well. So, Will Allen, former Wayne Warrior, former Buckeye, a long NFL career, good enough to join us here today on 1410 Wing Live. Will, thanks so much. Enjoy the game tonight, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right, thank you. I appreciate it. Cordell Transportation is now hiring Class A CDL drivers with home daily lanes. $2,000 sign-on bonus, great pay and benefits. Contact Cody. Apply online at CordellTransportation.com. Cordell Transportation. Driven to succeed. Save up to 50% on a hot tub or swim spa at the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Factory Liquidation Tent Sale this weekend only at the Mall at Fairfield Commons. Browse the largest outdoor display of hot tubs and swim spas in the region from six major brands at up to 50% off. Social distancing and sanitation protocols will be in place. Over 40 hot tubs and swim spas will be on display and every floor model must go. Financing is available and show admission is free. That's the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Factory Liquidation Tent Sale this weekend at the Mall at Fairfield Commons in the parking lot near JCPenney. Visit hottub.show. If you need new roofing, siding or gutters, skylights or patio enclosures, if you're a homeowner or business and need someone you can trust, don't take a chance. Enhance with Lance. Lance Roofing and Siding in Fairborn has been satisfying customers since 1993 and hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Lance Roofing and Siding, 8460 Dayton Springfield Road in Fairborn. Call for a free estimate at 864-2722. That's 864-2722 or online at Lance 
HomestyleHomeSteadyHomeSteadyHomeSteadyHomeSteadyHomeSteadyHomeSteadyHomeSteadyHomeSteadyHomeSteadyHomeSteadyHomeSteadyHomeSteadyHomeSteadyHomeS
He's a former Buckeyes great and now a college football Hall of Famer. And don't forget about his 13 years of NFL experience playing for the Eagles, Dolphins, Jets, and the New England Patriots. He's Dayton's own Keith Byers. Hang out with him every Monday at noon on the Keith Byers Show, presented by Lee's Famous Recipe Chicken. Shop Lowe's and pick up five bags of Scott's Mulch for just $10. Valid now through 624.20. In-store only while supplies last. Selection varies by location. U.S. only, excluding Alaska and Hawaii. Now, back to the Justin Kinner Show on 1410 ESPN Radio and on the stream at wingam.com. So you and I were just discussing that, yes, I think we're convinced that people just love to bitch to bitch about things. Well, you can say it out on radio. I've been saying it for years. <laughs> All right, well. It's not the worst thing I've ever I'll, said. I'll let you say it. I won't say it. You're not, you're not allowed to call someone that. Oh, you can say it but not call yeah. someone. So stop okay. being a... <laughs> Dog. Dog. So stop. <laughs> you are not too loud to call someone that. Okay. But you can say, you know, stop, stop bitching about it. Got you it. Know. So there you go. Uh, anyways, where was I going with that before I was so rudely interrupted? Um, yeah, oh, the PlayStation 5. Yeah. The PlayStation 5. So they've revealed what the PlayStation 5 is going to look like, and people are just complaining. Can we be happy about anything, folks? Like, that's something that you should be happy about. Let's say that the second wave of the coronavirus does come in. I was, I'm only mad that the PlayStation 5 didn't come out back in March so that we could have at least just had that while we were stuck inside for, for that long. If it's going to happen again and we get locked in, I want the new PlayStation 5. I don't care what it looks like. Now, you said it looks like Hooper's car. It looks <laughs> like a Transformer. Like, it looks like, you know what I mean? The Transformer. Good for them. By the way, I know this sounds bad, but like, I, the last gaming system I had, like the PlayStation 2, what was the first gaming system you got as a kid that you could remember, like, that was so cool? Like, your parents were so cool because they got you this. Nintendo. The regular. The regular? Uh, yeah. See, bit Nintendo. When my mom and dad got me the PlayStation. The PlayStation, okay? Fancy pants. Uh, the PlayStation 2. Okay. I remember the PlayStation. The PlayStation was cool. I remember that as a kid. We would we played the wrestling game. Like it was the WWE Attitude. We played that game like no one's business. Like that was just because my 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 dad was into wrestling. Me, and my brothers were. My uncle was, and like we we played that game constantly. Like that we just that was our you know such my memories of that game growing up. But like the PlayStation Two, that's when the the sports games like took over for me. That's mm -hmm. when I was playing Madden and stuff. But yeah, I remember getting like the, the you know the NBA games and stuff. Did you? What was the what was the one gaming console you did not use? Dreamcast. I forgot about the Dreamcast. How about GameCube? No, I was a I was a Nintendo guy. Obviously, as a little kid, but then I morphed into the Genesis. Uh, I never really was into the Nintendo sixty four or anything like that, or the Dreamcast. Like, I really didn't have a really game system after basically, what was it, the, uh, really the Genesis, and then I jumped straight into PlayStation 2. So, my thing is, is like, okay, PlayStation 5, I don't remember PlayStation 3 or 4. <laughs> like, PlayStation 2 was the last thing I had, and then I switched over to Xbox. Then I was all about because Xbox Live. I mean, you could do that on PlayStation as well. But like that—that's when when I was in college, me and all my friends always had Xboxes. And so then you, not the original Xbox, like the Xbox 360, whatever. But then you'd get on Xbox Live. But what was nice is when me and all my best friends from college, when you know, remember I told you, 
Not to a certain point in college where my friends started graduating. I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? I didn't know we were actually taking this serious. So then I had a whole other long couple years in school where I decided to take it serious as well. But like, we all moved our separate ways and stuff. But the one thing that we were able to keep in touch with, because we played basketball in college. So after practices, we would go straight home. We'd go to straight to one of our, you know, the guy's houses and we'd play 2K. We'd play 2K yeah. to all hours of the night. You know what I mean? Like, it, that's all you do is just 2K, 2K, 2K. And it was, it was fun as hell. Like that's one of my favorite memories from college was just hanging with the guys, playing video games after practice. Um, or coming home after a game, whether it's a road trip or whatnot and going and doing that. So I love that. Then when we moved, then you go on Facebook, the Xbox Live, and you start playing that way. That was like the coolest thing. When you got yes. the headset, and you're able to talk crap to one another. That was cool as hell too. But then I like got out of video games. I told you, Nora and I, I argued with her forever to let me get a you know an Xbox, one of the newer ones. This was like three, four years ago. She said absolutely not. So I I whined and cried and I bitched <laughs> and I complained. She finally let me get one and I get one and I played it for the first week and then it sat in the room for like months and months and months. Never played it. We sold it. And now, I told you during the break, I want to get this PlayStation 5, but there's no way in hell she's letting me get that PlayStation 5. As she should. She shouldn't let you get it, man. And I am happily retired from the game of video video games. Like, I, it's just, one, I don't have time like I used to, just like every other grown adult out there. Just, just don't have time to play anymore. And then when I do play... Like when I go home for like the holidays or something, like my cousins will come over and they'll bring their gaming system. Like I haven't played in like three or four years. I'm so bad at it. I don't even want to play. Like, yeah, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do the whole learning thing again, learn how to play and then actually practice enough to get good. I don't have time for that no more, man. So I'll just stick to, you know, games that I was real good at as a kid, like the Nintendo games. So and like I remember like my the, some of the first games I remember playing when I was a young young kid, the the duck game with the gun you shoot yeah. the duck duck hunt yeah and then the little little dog goes and runs. yep but then uh, Mario gotta play you know so you know love that game Mario yeah. three favorite Mario game love See, Mario funny 3. in college Mario Kart was the thing <laughs> <laughs> so love, you start you yes. you pause it you chug a beer yes. and then you get going <laughs> I could chug I I was a beer chugger I could chug beer. At you, I can't you, do fireball anymore. You, you look, you sound like you had really enjoyed your college experience. I did. That's why I was there for eight years. Woo! Technically, that's not true. I graduated eight years after I graduated high school. I didn't go to college every single I'm year. Just that say, stretch. like, is that legal? Yeah, I'm what? sure it would be. Like, they'd love I mean, you could go to school for eight years. That's a lot of failing. <laughs> now, I, you should be a doctor, though. That's the big joke. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of guys go to school for eight years. They're called doctors. I mean, that joke's been told before, man. I'm just saying. But, no, I, yeah, when I saw that and I saw the comments underneath the people complaining about the, the look of the PlayStation 5, I'm like, there are, there are so many more things in life to be upset about right now than the look of a PlayStation 5. You said it best. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It matters what it plays like. Yes, sir. And it doesn't work like that with cars. <laughs> or women. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> He's here all week, people. <laughs> Maybe if I keep it up not longer. <laughs> Holy moly. All right. Um, good stuff today. Tomorrow, 
uh, Bronson Arroyo will be on with us. In fact, like I said, 1410 Wing Live, presented by Arrowhead Tax Service. Uh, Michael Maxwell and Arrowhead Tax Service, uh, sponsor of 1410 Wing Live. I appreciate them hopping on board uh, and, and partnering up with us for that. We really have fun with 1410 Wing Live. It's a chance to catch up with some of the biggest names in sports, not just locally, but nationally as well. Tomorrow, former Cincinnati Red Bronson Arroyo will join us at 1230. So, for those of you who are not familiar with that, that is a Facebook Live interview that we do uh, on, of course, ESPN Dayton's Facebook page. So if you do not like us on Facebook, that is what you need to go and make sure you do tonight. ESPN Dayton, search it, like it, and be keeping an eye out tomorrow. 1230 is when the interview will start on Facebook Live uh, on ESPN Dayton. 1410 Wing Live with Bronson Arroyo tomorrow, former Red. He'll be joining me. Uh, We'll have some of the interview on the show later in the afternoon. Uh, but it's cool because you'll have a chance to interact with them. You get to ask them questions. All you got to do is comment in the comment section underneath. I'll be able to pull the questions up, and Bronson can answer those questions um, for you as well. So make sure you're taking advantage of that. Also, we just debuted it today, the ESPN Dayton. Again, the ESPN Dayton fan hotline. Maybe. Nothing. Crickets. ESPN hey. Dayton Fan Hotline. I thought I queued that up all perfect. I mean, I was on a roll. I was like, also, we debuted this today, the ESPN Dayton Fan Hotline. ESPN Dayton Fan Hotline. 937-210-9676. 210-9676. Save that number in your phone. You can text the show at any time of the day, any time of the night. You can call it and leave a voicemail right when you call it. This is what you'll hear. ESPN Dayton Fan Hotline. Leave your message. Tell Kenner how awful he is. Tell Kenner how great he is. Tell Kevin how great he is. Tell Kevin go. that he, you feel sorry for him for having to deal with me every day. <laughs> it's open 24 hours a day. We're going to have a lot of fun with that, especially when live sports comes back and we're going to be able to like you know, you know to text and to, and to be able to leave messages like that kind of throughout games, and then we'll kind of have to carry the conversation over on the show the next day. So, again, the ESPN Dayton Fan Hotline. Make sure you save that number in your phone, 937-210-9676. We're going to be pushing that a lot here in the coming days. Because when we do get back to live sports, and uh, we do get those big books of tickets for the Reds and for the Blue Jackets and for the Buckeyes and stuff, we like to share. We like to share. Kevin doesn't, so I have to make sure I, you know, (laughs) got any any razors? And I'm done. And you're done. And exactly. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> we still, by the way, do we still have those razors? We do. We do, folks. Listen, I, when Schlemmer and I were doing the show together, we were giving away those razors all the time on Make It, Take It, and some of the other games we were doing. Like, people love those razors. Like, I have a ton of them. You're I still a have jerk. a ton. You're such a jerk. <laughs> you, need, you need to treat the jocks better, man. That's the, that's the word on the street. You need to, the promotions people don't take care of the jocks in the building. I can't believe, and by the way, how much of a jerk are you? You don't even share the razors when we have gigantic boxes full of them. You're a jerk, man. No, I'm the jerk. You're the jerk. 15 at a time. Aye, aye, aye. Folks, and again, so like I said, with the ESPN Dayton Fan Hotline, we're going to be doing a lot of contests when we get those tickets and we have the razors to give away. We have a lot of Kenner and Schlemmer beer koozies left still. So uh, the Kenner and Schlemmer show might be done, but the beer koozies still live on, and we have a lot of those to give away. So make sure, again, the ESPN Dayton Fan Hotline, 937-210-9676. That wraps it up. Like us on Facebook, Bronson Arroyo, tomorrow, 1410 Wing Live. And one more time, ESPN Dayton's Fan Hotline. ESPN Dayton Fan Hotline. 201-9676. Save it in your phone. Text us. Call us. We'll do this again tomorrow. Have you been out to play golf at Meadowbrook yet? You probably know by now that Meadowbrook Country Club is now Meadowbrook at Clayton. 
and open to the public. Meadowbrook is rated one of the top 25 golf courses in Ohio. Beautiful Country Club Classic Golf now available to everyone. Get your golf buddies together and book a tee time and come out and play. And stop in at the grill for great food and drinks. Check us out online at meadowbrookatclayton.com. Meadow Club is now open to the public. Come out and play. Small Engine Service Pros in New Carlisle is your local authorized dealer for the Hustler Mower family. Stop in today and take a look at the new Hustler Super Z Hyperdrive, ready to take on the big jobs. The Super Z Hyperdrive features Hustler's exclusive Hyperdrive transmission system, the largest, most durable drive system in the industry, and it's backed by a 3,000-hour drive system warranty. Hustler, tools, not toys. Visit Small Engine Service Pros at 2030 North Dayton Lakeview Road, Route 2. 35 in New Carlisle. It's time for some straight talk. Even though most live sports are on hold now, big wireless companies haven't stopped playing games. They're always trying to lock you into overpriced contracts. With Straight Talk Wireless, there are no contracts. It runs on America's best network, same as the big carriers, but you save up to 50%. 45 bucks a month gets you the unlimited plan with 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G. You might miss sports, but don't play games, you'll lose. Straight Talk Wireless, no contracts, no compromise. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Here at AutoZone, we're all about helping you get what you need to keep life moving. Like for that next oil change. Right now, you can get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic Motor Oil, an STP Extended Life Oil Filter, and a Monster Energy Drink, all for just $33.99. And if you need something fast, you can get it fast your way. Whether it's next-day delivery or free same-day pickup, in-store or curbside, the choice is yours. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Restrictions and details at AutoZone.com. Redbox has top entertainment when you need it most. If you're in the mood for a thriller, make sure you see The Invisible Man. Trapped in a violent relationship with a wealthy scientist, Cecilia, played by Elizabeth Moss, escapes and goes into hiding. But when he commits suicide and leaves her a fortune, Cecilia's sanity begins to unravel as she is hunted by someone no one can see. With our current world situation changing every day, one thing remains the same. Our love for movies. Make it a movie night and visit Redbox.com for all the ways to watch. It could be a routine drive to pick up the kids after school or an epic road trip across the country. No matter where your travels take you, we know those miles count. We're Marathon. We have over 5,700 stations across our great nation. Our people are working hard every day to provide you with quality top-tier gasoline to improve engine performance and fuel your life. Marathon. Fueling the American spirit.